The views expressed on the previous programs are those of the host. I'll tell you one thing. If the level coming from there was any lower, I could be on the moon and you could be in another uh, uh, solar system. The Neil Rogers Show. In other counties, talk about Call toll free 877 neil or pound 560 under AT&T and Verizon Wireless Phone. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his colleagues do not represent those of WQAM management, staff, or sponsors. Now, The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. Stench of cow manure hovers over this performance by the Dolphins. Miami has the Dolphins, and here we go again. Another losing season that's never gonna end. They never win, they never will, and I will never know. Why Sports Illustrated picked them to win the Super Bowl. And they're the <laughs> Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. The same old story, nothing new. The Dolphins are such losers. They really are quite lame. I knew it from the very start. I watched the Pittsburgh game. And did you see the wimpy way Nick Saban threw that flag? Standing on the sidelines, he looked just like a fag. And they're the Miami Dolphins. You fairy. Miami Dolphins. Yay. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Their problems stick to them like glue. All right. The Dolphins lost to Buffalo and then beat Tennessee. It's only by sheer luck that they pulled out a victory. And then they played the Texans. It almost made me sick. That stupid two-point pass play. That fumbling onside kick. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Boy. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? so. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Poland Omari needs new shoes. You fairy. The Dolphins can't control the ball. Their running game is flat. As for their execution, well, I'd agree with that. They're always gonna blow a lead of that. You can be sure. And when they leave the field, still has the stench of cow manure. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Give them another shot of blue. The Dolphins have no strategy. They play like idiots. Another couple games lost to the Patriots and Jets. I think they're all retarded. 
It's almost like they're cursed. Ask Jason Taylor and Zach Thomas which team is the worst. And they'll say, Miami Dolphins. Oh, Miami Dolphins. Uh-huh. Miami Dolphins number, oh, what the hell, 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Now they're We got Fat Chris back with us this week, who was uh, in Orlando all week last week on vacation. Yep. We sure missed you bad. Oh, oh, you're too kind. No, we did. We missed you. We had Flea in there, who was a good guy, but he had no idea what he was doing. And then we had uh, Cordis for uh, part of a day until the food came in on Thursday, and then he sucked up a big steak and then ran out. That's cool. He's not doing the job. Let me tell you, Josh Cordis, I sure hope you're listening, because... I send you 15, 20 stories, and you put on five for yesterday on our website, and I send you another 15 or 20, and you put on seven for today. And you want to check? You want to check? Oh, my God. Get a check. We'll give you a body check. We'll send uh, Ty Dome to your house. God. I want you to think about this email from Bob in Naples. The fact that he emailed me tells me that he knows that we're emailing. We're not taking calls anymore, that we're emailing. Right? Right. Well, he knows that we're emailing, not necessarily that we're not taking calls. Well, how what? Come on. Bob in Naples says, this is an example of the kind of crap that comes in on here, although uh, we didn't get an awful lot of crap over the weekend, although the best crap came from Eddie. Not that Eddie, but another but, Eddie, oh, Eddie, another crazy Eddie. Maybe people named Eddie mostly are crazy. Bob in Naples says, I haven't heard the Maracone guy call in quite a while. Have I just been listening at the wrong time? I recall a poll you took some time back, and he was the favorite chronic among your listeners. Thanks and keep it up, says Bob in Naples. Ever hear from the Maracone guy? I mean, seriously, when you read this, you wonder if there's any future for the human race. Am I, am I overreacting or what? No. I mean, talk about stupid... And especially for a- any caller that you miss, Maricon. I mean, that, that, that takes a lot of oh, talent. Yeah. I mean, I sure miss him like a, a gigantic tumor on my earlobe. Come on, Bob in Naples. I realize being over there affects your, you know, stunts your mental growth, but come on. Here's a great uh, campaign button that somebody uh, emailed me. It says, attention, Sarah Palin. Jesus Christ was a community organizer. Pontius Pilate was a governor. Oh! It's a beauty. And, of course, Eddie, I'm sure, will be very upset. Quit picking on Sarah. What kind of an adult would say, stop picking on Sarah? A nutbag? A a, a right-wing nutjob, a lunatic. I dare you to read my email to your audience today. Well, guess what, Eddie? No, I'm not reading it. But what if he said, I double dare you. I double dog dare you. I double dog dare you to quit bugging me, okay, and leave me alone. Send your emails to Rush and Sean Hannity and Billow and all the other right-wing lunatics, okay, who share your uh, lack of common sense and decency. Eddie. Stop picking on, and I dare you to read the email. The email is just bashing Obama. That's right. I hope you'll be fair and have the balls to read this email to your audience and stop picking on Sarah, says Eddie, 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 Eddie. You're you're a crazy person, Eddie. Leave me alone. Don't darken my email, okay? By the way, the email is neil at neilrogers.com. It's pretty simple. I don't know. Well, not simple enough for these people, but it's pretty simple. (laughs) 
Well, they don't even well, have well, to someday, spell it. They someday just... we'll get to that level where we figure right. out something simple enough for the crowd. And, of course, Jolly Joe Bell now and our engineering staff are working feverishly on the phone system. <laughs> oh, yeah, and uh, tracking the phone calls and tracing. And, yeah, and now, yeah. now that I'm not taking any calls, now they're getting their act together. Too late. Horse is out of the barn. He's down the road. He's already uh, halfway to, to uh, Chile. And now they're worrying about the phone. And, boy, you talk about technical nightmares. The signal has evaporated, especially at night. I feel bad for D.A. because not only is he following our uh, dead air with that dolphin tonight thing, but he also is on at a time when nobody can hear the signal. But uh, but that aside, how, how come I can get that oh, point? Oh, oh. We got a trend coming out Friday morning at 10 for you ratings buffs. You know, the ratings guy? Mm-hmm. And the quarter schlock guy, and Marty Cohen, Marty Cohen, that guy who Bob in Naples misses so badly. Maybe it is Bob in Naples. I actually heard the uh, station in Orlando one of the days. I was like flipping channels to see what was on up there, and all of a sudden, yeah. Joanne came on. I'm like, whoa! Too bad you can't. Too bad you can't hear it in Dayton Broward. Not too many diaries up there in Orlando. Oh, this well. market. And what time was this? Was this during my show? Um, it was the afternoon, so I guess uh, Orlando was on, which was oh. uh, surprised me that I heard like Orlando on. Rock so, solid. How fast did you turn that off? I, well, I listened to it, make sure that was actually our station, and then I uh, changed it to see what else was on up there. <laughs> so, what do you think about the stories? You think you want to do the bedtime stories, or do you want a day or two to think about it? I can probably do them. Yeah, I just got to get the uh, information from um, what's his name, how to do all of it. Eric. Yeah. From Eric, not Josh. Josh, Josh is, uh, he has, I'm sure that Brandon will be uh, thrilled to death, but Josh Cordes has, because um, I checked on my Outlook Express, you can see, how, obviously, how many, you know, what you sent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I sent, and, and I was right, I sent the usual whole bunch of stories on Saturday and yesterday for today and et cetera, and he puts on just a, like a, a tiny handful, which I can relate to that, but that don't cut it with our stories. When people go on there to read uh, the stuff we're putting out, I don't want like five out of 20. That's not a good, uh, you know, Make that's sure. the Mario Mendoza line. That sucks. So let's, uh, let's think about giving it to uh, Fat Chris. George is all for it even though he doesn't want me to say that on the air because he doesn't want to offend his good friend, Josh Cordes. Whatever you say. Well, that's what you said. You don't want to yeah, get in the middle exactly. of it. I Am I misquoting you? I don't want to get in the middle of it. That's exactly right. It has nothing to do with getting in the middle of it. It has to do with getting the stories on the GD website. That's what it has to do with. God. For somebody who's such a hard-ass most of the yeah. time, you sure tippy-toe I, I like to both of these people, and I don't want to I don't dislike it. Josh Cordes, in spite of what uh, goofball Brandon says. I don't dislike him. I just want to see the stories up there. And he's a goofball. When he's busy getting drunk and getting laid and whatever else, he's, uh, you know, as opposed to Fat Chris, who's like, uh, you know, busy uh, sitting on the sofa somewhere, eating. Someone I claim to hate but secretly admire. This is the poll from Friday. 920 votes. I live in South Florida. I hate everybody. 501. Ah! Donald Trump, 66. Hillary, uh, 52. Wayne Heisinger, 47. That was uh, pre before the Dolphin game, though. I bet you they don't secretly admire him anymore. After that dismal, disgraceful... I mean, that, that was... That was unspeakable, that performance yesterday. 31 to 10, my ass. It could have been 630 to nothing. Oprah, 44. George Rodriguez, 38. They hate you, but they love you. Mo Howard David, 28. Yours truly, 24. Tied with George W. Bush, 24. 
The Big Tuna, Bill Parcells, 21. I wonder if they admire him this morning. Dr. Phil, 18. Sarah Palin, 18. Oh, quit picking on poor Sarah. Grow up already, Eddie. Go get you some mental help. Condoleezza, 15. Barack Obama, 12. John McCain, 8. And Joyce the Bitch, 4. Joyce Fitch the Bitch, 4. Now, what's the poll we got on there right now? It's an oldie. It's a demographic poll. And, boy, right. it is depressing. Wow. I don't, I don't know when the uh, previous one that I took that off of, we, we did years ago. Well, I sure don't. Poll, poll ID 28. I never even noticed that before. Do we still have that, a poll ID? I think so. We do? No, we don't. There's not one on today's poll. Poll think... ID, poll 28. Maybe Eric can give us the date from when we did that. Let, let me go back to another old way. Yeah, poll 8, poll 8. Yeah, I guess so. So poll 28, that's long time ago. Yep. What is your gender and age group? What is your gender and age group? We got 495 vote this time. Although we had only 644 the first time. I don't know how that's possible. Must not have had it on there very long. Maybe George took it off. Yeah, that must be it. Prematurely. Mm-hmm. Male 35 to 54, 278. That seems to be the bulk of our audience. 56.1%. That's up 20% over the original poll 80, 100, 100 years ago. Male over 55, 124, 25%. That's also way up. Way up. North to Alaska. Male 25 to 34, 42. That's way down. Boy, that is way down. Way down. Female 35 to 54, 22. Female over 55, 10. Male 18 to 24, 10. Way down. Way down. Female 25 to 34, 6. That's a little bit down. Male under, female under 18, 2. Male under 18, 1. Both of those down. And female 18 to 24, we don't have anybody. We had nine the first time. We have 495 people checking in. It's not a poll, it's a survey. It's enough to break my heart. Female 18 to 24, we have none so far. Although we are getting plenty of emails from ladies, the ladies. How are we doing with the ladies? George is doing good with the ladies. No? What? I said it's time for the break. Oh, good. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express permission of WQAM BC Broadcast Group Incorporated. Oh, you can tell your fans you don't like their demands. If they have some request, you'll just say no. And then tell Gorma Kent to tell them management. You want nobody messing with your show. You're on from 10 till 2. And when your shift is through, tell George he can relax and smoke some weed. And then go tell Joe Bell that he can go to hell. He even almost makes you miss Gregory. <laughs> but don't play a fart, the sound of a fart. I don't think Joyce would understand. Cause if you play a fart, the sound of a fart You'll be in trouble with the Beasley clan Ooh. 
whatever you do, don't do it. Don't play a part. 1019 at 560 WQM. Let's take a look at that schedule on a Monday. We got the big O at 2 o'clock. Rock solid. Mad Dog at Chula Steak 2 at 4. A lot of gnashing of teeth, I'm sure, and a lot of wailing as the realization comes that the Bill Parcells, the big tuna era, is going to be just as bad, and if not worse, than the ones that preceded it. The Scam Scammer era. Even Chris would admit that yesterday's performance was bad. Bad. Tragic. Humiliating. Scandalous. Dolphins tonight, 7 to 8. And then, of course, the DA show tries to follow that, 8 to 11 o'clock. Here's the email just came in from 666. It says, the only people still listening to your show are old malcontent geriatric losers. How did you enjoy Hurricane Ike in Schmitty, Toronto? Well, Hurricane Ike uh, didn't really. Uh, we had a little rain overnight. No big deal. See, the sirens are coming to take away 666. And Eddie, crazy Eddie, quit picking on Sarah. See, this is good because with the uh, emails, you get you know a whole bunch of crazy people just like on the phone, but different crazy people. Not that there won't be some chronics on there, but different crazy people. Right? Oh, yeah. Mark says, speaking of crazy, went to Pompano Park Friday and Saturday. Just wanted to tell you, old Bruce Ranger started where he left off. Nine wins total for the weekend. Your old friend Wally had a good weekend. Three wins Friday and four wins Saturday. I'll keep you up to date on Pompano Park, says Mark. No, thanks. (laughs) Harness racing emails. Getting a lot of those. I don't know why. Here's one from uh, P. Menendez. It says, here's a story I thought you might enjoy only in good old Florida. From Tallahassee, no less. A 40-year-old man walking his dog in the nude was tasered by police when he refused to follow an officer's commands. A Tallahassee Police Department officer on patrol saw the man shortly after 8 p.m. Friday, said police spokesman David McCraney. The man was asked what he was doing, told the officer, Allah told me to watch a Bruce Willis movie and walk the dog, McCraney said. I knew Allah was evil because anybody would force you to watch a Bruce Willis movie. Oh, so anyway, a really good movie that I saw over the weekend, Arlington Road. Yes. With Jeff Bridges and Tim Robbins and whoever else. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Not just good, but excellent. Right. Riveting. McCraney said using the taser was the only way to subdue the man without having to hurt him. He was then sent for mental health evaluation and treatment. He was walking his dog in the nude. doesn't say whether he was nude or the dog or both. Well. But nevertheless. Well, what? Well, well, well. The dog must have been wearing a collar, at least, if he was walking him. How do you know that? You're just, see, you're making an assumption. You're I, rushing I am, to judgment. I am, but you've got to have the leash attached to something. To judgment. Right? Yeah, that's the only people we got are a bunch of old malcontents. You know something? We're doing just fine. Wait till the uh, numbers come out. Wait till you see Footsie taking it up the old nose again on Friday. There's O.J. The trial begins in Vegas court today. The Dow is down 275. The S&P is way down. There's another loser. The S&P is up, Neil. Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He put the poor in Standard & Poor's. 535 people have checked. And we're almost getting up to that 644 we had total on the first time we did that poll. Poll number 28. Did Eric get us the date from that yet or what? No. Is Eric Eric not participating? What? There's no date from him. Well, why not? I don't know. What's wrong with 35 to 54? What's wrong with that? Is, is, is like 35 geriatric? Yeah, huh? Yes, I feel very old. You'll see. Mm-hmm. Fat Chris there, he'll see if he lives to 35. If you don't put down the fork. Oh, our friend Robert from Israel? 
Yes. He sends good stuff every once in a while. He sent this. He sent a nice email here. Oh, sorry, Eddie. Sorry, Eddie. I, I love when people tell me what to say on the air. Oh, since when have you right. got a right to give your political opinions on the air? How come Rush can give his political opinions? I told him, I said, send an email to Rush and tell him to stop giving his political opinions on the air. If I was sitting here doing the right-wing uh, propaganda line, like 90% of the talk crap in America, uh, Eddie out there would be just delighted. Oh, keep up the great work, Neil. Let him have it. Rip that Schwarzer to pieces, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. With America facing historic debt, multiple war fronts, stumbling health care, a weakened dollar, all-time prison population, skyrocketing fe uh, federal spending, mortgage crises, bank foreclosure, etc., this is an unusually critical election year, says Robert, and you are, of course, absolutely correct, sir. He says, let's look at the educational background of our two options. Obama, Occidental College, two years, Columbia University, B.A. Political Science with a specialization in international relations, Harvard, J.D. Magna Cum Laude. Biden, University of Delaware, Bachelor of Arts in History and B.A. in Political Science. Syracuse University College of Law, J.D. United States Naval Academy, class rank. Oh, wait a minute. This is a McCain. McCain, U.S. Naval Academy, class rank 894th out of 899. He was fifth from lowest in his class. And that's it. Palin. Hawaii Pacific University, one semester. North Idaho College, two semesters, general study. University of Idaho, two semesters, journalism. Man Matanuska Sestina College, one semester. And University of Idaho, three semesters, BA in journalism. Now, who would you hire? Ask Robert in Kfar Saba, Israel. You tell him, Robert. Stick it to him, baby. God. But that's America for you, you know? They, they like uh, Kaka. March 21st, 2000. Kaka. See? March 21st, 2000, that's more than eight years ago, eight and a half years ago, back when we had an audience. Although we only had 644 people checking on that survey. That's pretty weak. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, back though, and back in that day, maybe we didn't have all that. If it's only poll number 28, we were just getting the thing rolling. Mm -hmm. George was rolling it, and he's still rolling it. Eight and a half years later, he's still rolling the same joint. Probably going to be a real big one. A fatty, as we call them. Big as your mama's uh, fat ass. ass. Yeah, not so fat anymore. She's wasting away. Is she really? Oh, yeah. Well, there's some good news anyway. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. You're a bastard. Absolutely. Yeah.
done here, guys, or what? We're down there. <clears throat> now, wait till you hear this email. Okay, Neil at NeilRogers.com, by the way, is the email address. And we're off to a pretty slow start this morning. Some real swill. Some real huzzarai. But, you know, the bloom is off the rose. It was very exciting and very uh, new and great and different Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And, of course, Fat Chris wasn't here to enjoy it either. I think they're doing this just to piss you off. Oh, well. No, they're not happy that you had a week of relaxation and peace and enjoyment in Orlando last week. I well, too bad. Well, that's them. That's South Florida. Misery loves company, man. Ronald Fant, who's one of the chronics on our um, emailing already, became chronic the first day, I believe, who sends caca. Now, wait till you hear this one. Okay. Neil, I'm taking a cruise out of the Port of Miami this fall, and I'm considering staying at Miami International Days Inn, 7250 Northwest 11th Street. Is this considered a safe area of Miami? And if not, can you recommend a decent motel near the port? Thanks, Ron. <laughs> hey, Ron, call a travel agent is my suggestion. I don't know yeah. where Ron is. By the way, the answer to that question is no. No, it is not a safe area. In fact, there is no such thing as a safe area of Miami, Ron. But especially that, Northwest 11th Street? So, well, that's, that's on, um, that's on um, right next to 79th Street or something like that. Some tourists got killed taking a walk around that place. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Ron, by all means, stay there. <laughs> if he's flying in their hotels near the airport or downtown that are very ritzy and uh, probably safer than that option. Can you recommend a decent motel near the port? Call a travel agent, Ron. Okay, we're not doing a travelogue here. I'm not. Uh, who's that goofball that does that? those European travel? Yeah, me. Screamer? Who, you, you should know. I should? Why? Why well, would I, mean, I watch a travel show? You don't have to watch it on TV. Why at least if you can't afford to go somewhere, wouldn't you enjoy watching about it on TV for free? No. Oh. No, because then you get depressed. That's Boy, right. Like exactly. You need a place and I can't afford to go there. That's right. Like Berlin or mm -hmm. Amsterdam or Roma or Bar Barcelona. Amsterdam or Roma? Yeah. You can smell it. Oh, you'd recognize the Roma in Amsterdam. I'm sure. Here's Greg, who says, uh, long-time listener, never called. Just wanted to say thanks for the year. Oh, you know who I missed? That uh, Maricon, that guy. I haven't heard him in a long time. Oh, yeah, we all do. Maricon, says Bob in Naples. I just, I get some of this stuff on air, and I realize either some people are trying to be funny, or a lot of people are just morons. Maybe that's why the polls are so tight, because there are a lot of dumb people out there. Jesse wanted to say thanks for the years of quality entertainment. The calls suck. That's right, Greg, the calls suck. You missed the calls, uh, Fat Chris? No. I'm your friend. That, that's just in case you were having withdrawal pains. I'm a South Florida native relocated to Tallahassee. I don't miss it. I tried to listen a week ago, but the calls were so bad I couldn't take it. I listened on the internets. I would uh, like to contribute some silly ideas for the poll and programming. First for the poll, what famous dead person would you like to bring back for an encore performance? I'll give Gilbert two to four and make him take calls. They could call it Gilbert's Pajama Party. <laughs> then all the retards can call another retard. And then it says, seriously, Curtis would be perfect for that slot. Yeah, but Curtis doesn't have his head up Clarence's ass. That's why he didn't get it. Everybody's always asking, how come Curtis doesn't get his own gig on there? And that's because he doesn't kiss enough uh, Clarence Darrow ass. Isn't that right, Chris? Um, okay. And oh, yeah, I'm Charlie's not sure how much getting... He kisses. What? I'm not sure how much he kisses. It says, Charlie's getting married. Anyway, thanks, Neil. What, what does that mean, Charlie's getting married? Chris? Oh, I see. I don't think so. Not no more. I think the wedding got called off. 
I think he's winning a Sarah. <laughs> Bob Herbert, speaking of Sarah. Oh, you're picking on Sarah again. Every day. Anything else to talk about? No, that's what's going on right now. That's what I'm going to talk about. Bob Herbert in the New York Times on Saturday said she's not ready. Ready. While watching the Sarah Palin interview with Charlie Gibson Thursday night and the coverage of the Palin phenomenon in general, I've gotten a scary feeling for the first time in my life that dim-wittedness is not just on the march in the U.S., it might actually prevail. How is it that this woman could have been selected to be the vice presidential candidate on a major party ticket? How is it that so much of the mainstream media has dropped all pretense of seriousness to hop aboard the bandwagon and go along for the giddy ride? For those who haven't noticed, we're electing a president and vice president, not selecting a winner on American Idol. Ms. Palin may be a perfectly competent and reasonably intelligent woman, however troubling her views on evolution and global warming may be, but she is certainly not ready to be vice president. With most candidates for high public office, the question is whether one agrees with them on major issues of the day. With Ms. Palin, it's not about agreeing or disagreeing. She doesn't even appear to understand some of the most important issues. Do you believe in the Bush doctrine, Mr. Gibson asked during the interview? Ms. Palin looked like an unprepared student who wanted nothing so much as to escape this encounter with a school principal. Clueless, she asked, in what respect, Charlie? Well, what do you interpret it to be, said Mr. Gibson? His worldview, asked Ms. Palin, question mark. Later in the spin zones of cable TV, commentators repeatedly made the point that there are probably very few voters, some specifically mentioned hockey moms, who could explain the Bush doctrine. But that's exactly the reason we have such long and intense campaigns. You want to find the individuals who best understand these issues, who will address them in sophisticated and creative ways that enhance the well-being of the nation. The Bush doctrine, which flung open the doors to the catastrophe in Iraq, was such a fundamental aspect of the administration's foreign policy that it staggers the imagination that we could have someone no further than a whisper away from the White House who doesn't even know what it is. You can't imagine that John McCain or Barack Obama or Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton or Jew Lieberman wouldn't know what the Bush doctrine is, but Sarah Palin, absolutely clueless. Absolutely. Ms. Palin's problem is not that she was mayor of a small town, or has only been in the Alaska governor's office a short while. Her problem, and now ours, is that she's not well-versed in the critical matters confronting the country at one of the most crucial turning points in its history. The economy's in a tailspin. The financial sector is lurching about on rubbery legs. We're mired in self-defeating energy policies. We're at war, and we're still vulnerable to the very real threat of international terrorism. With all that and more being the case, how can it be a good idea to send a motion of possibility that Americans might wake up one morning to find that Sarah Palin is president? I feel for Ms. Palin's son, who's been shipped off to the war in Iraq, but at his deployment ceremony, which was on the same day as the Charlie Gibson interview, 9-11, she told the audience of soldiers that they would be fighting the enemies who planned and carried out and rejoiced in the death of thousands of Americans. Was she deliberately falsifying history, or does she still not know that Iraq and Saddam Hussein had nothing to do with the 9-11 attacks? To burnish the foreign policy credentials of a vice presidential candidate, who never even had a passport until last year, the Republicans have been touting Alaska's proximity to Russia. Imagine the derisive laughter in conservative circles if the Democrats had tried such nonsense. So Mr. Gibson asked Ms. Palin, what insight into Russian actions, especially in the last couple of weeks, does the proximity of the state give you? She said, there are next-door neighbors, and you can actually see Russia from land here in Alaska, from an island in Alaska. Mr. Gibson tried again, but what insight does that give you, he asked, into what they're doing in Georgia? John McCain, who is shameless about promoting himself as America's ultimate patriot, put the best interest of the country aside in making his incredibly reckless choice of a running mate. But there's a profound double standard in this country. The likes of John McCain and George W. Bush can do the craziest, most irresponsible things imaginable, and it only seems to help them politically. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. 
the best talent. It's the Mad Dog, Jim Mandich. Afternoons, 4 to 7. Sports right. Radio 560 QAM. The Sports, sports Leader. Monday, I am waiting Italian night. Oh, this is the one with the bed where you're supposed to go like that, but I'm not going to do it. Coming up today on WQAM. Yeah. Rock solid. Right. I was hoping you'd fill it in. I'm busy printing out emails, man. I got crap to do here. I got a full-time job here. And to Orlando Alzagari from 2 to 4 today. Jim Manage is broadcasting from Julius, too. Oh, Robert emailed and said, Maricone. There you go. There you go, Bob in Naples. Maricone. <laughs> Maricone. I met a priest when I was 11. He said he would save my soul. But we made a detour on the way to heaven. And into his bedroom we did take a stroll. You fairy. Well, he was standing in his underwear. Told me to bend over and say a prayer. Pulled up his robe and went back, thank you, ma'am. I got molested by the preacher man behind the rectory. The next day, I felt like a sinner. And I showed up to get communion. But on my tongue, that was in a wafer, and it wasn't wine a dripping off my chin. Well, he was standing in his underwear, told me to bend over and say a prayer. Rectum. Pulled up his robe and went, man, thank you, ma'am. I got molested by the preacher man behind the rectory. Rectum. Yeah, he was standing in his underwear, told me to bend over and say a prayer. Pulled up his robe and went, man, thank you, ma'am. I got molested by the preacher man behind the rectory. 1048 at 560 WQM. What's really amusing, well, they're amusing in general in a sick kind of a way. Amusing about the emails is that people who obviously have no use for me or you hate the show like poison, hate right. me personally. Uh, they're all over the place on here. They can quote mm-hmm. chapter and verse, everything that's, that's right. been on the show for months and years. 666. And I have a pretty good idea who this one is at any rate. But anyway, it says, anyway, that schmuck who kept calling predicting you'd stop taking phone calls was, of course, absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. It says, and I'm predicting this new email stick will be gone shortly. Wrong. We all know that Neil Berto Rogers Leaney cannot tolerate anyone with opposing views. Any callers with any different opinions must be immediately cut off and screamed at, no matter how civil and polite they present their views. And TV channels such as Fox, websites such as Drudge, or radio shows that might even uh, hint at a different opinion must never be turned on. 
and George knows never to disagree with El Duce Neal on any material matter. Faggot. Yeah, that's right. Maricone. Get it right. Yes, you are. The fascist, stubborn, curmudgeonly Neil Rogers regime cannot deal... Cannot deal... Let me read it again. Please. The fascist, stubborn, curmudgeonly Neil Rogers regime cannot deal with opposing views. These Now, listen to this. These emails are too raw and unfiltered to be tolerated and will soon be gone. Right. To be tolerated. Arr. As if, is it, now, did anybody force me to read that one? No, I, I would have, uh, I would have stuck Krusty in there, too, by the way. Krusty I found it most amusing. So keep them coming, 666, whoever you might be. Ooh. And that thing about me disagreeing with you? Yeah. We can count on one hand the things we agree on. And right. everything else we uh, have a slap fight over. Yeah, we agree that our management blows. Nothing right. That. We agree that The Godfather is, uh, you know, a and great movie. And the dolphins movie. suck. Oh, yeah, well. Not that you that's care. That's not arguable, though. I care. No, it is not. That's a, it's a fact. They blow. <laughs> they reek. <laughs> Fat Man After Dark, who's becoming kind of chronic, but a good guy, I guess. He says, I tried to get pink grapefruit, but my local CVS dealer didn't have it, so I went with pomegranate mango. Good stuff, and it's not gay, gay says the fat man. Well, if it's good enough for the fat man, don't forget soft soap, pink grapefruit body wash. You'll love it. All right. I'll put it on the fact, list. You'll probably start drinking it. Oh, and so the guy that called or sent us the email about shaving with body wash? Yeah. I tried it on Saturday morning. It is sensational. Really it's even better than Gillette Edge. Yeah. Really? Yes. Even around those trouble areas? Pink grapefruit. Just smear it all over your puss. And it works. It really is. It gives you a great shave. I'm just telling you. It's up to you. You don't have to use that particular kind. I mean, I guess you can use any kind of body wash. Although some of the body washes are like... Um, like a gel, not like a gel, but the, you know what I mean? Like slimy? He's slimy. Yes. Grimy yes. and slimy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Personally, I'm looking like for dial. purple pomegranate. Are you using that? No, no, I just made that up right now. Well, that's what the fat man said. He's using pomegranate, uh, the, uh, what, col what color is it? Poiple. Really? Poiple. Here's a message uh, from somebody. With no name. Oh, Jim. Long-time listener, never called. I've enjoyed the show for about 20 years plus now. Like many people, I miss the old bits that are now considered taboo by the powers that be. It's tragic how our freedoms granted us as Americans are being taken away by those who want talk shows to conform to their standards just because they have a title and more money than God. Anyway, keep up the great job and good luck to us all, says Jim. P.S. Great show, George. Well, thank you. Although... So you have to take the bad with the good. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. Whatever. They can't all kiss your fat ass. Hey, it's not so fat. I want a contest. Manny says, tell George he's full of crap. You're full of crap, George. Oh, oh Manny. How you dare oh. uh, disagree with curmudgeonly old uh, fag Neil. Manny with the technical advice? No. Okay. I, I don't know. Manny G. Mm. Is that a different G? I don't know. This hotel, although not in the best, is... Is uh, is in a safe area. Is he talking about the one on 79th Street? He says Northwest 11th Street between Doral and Flagami area. Then I'm thinking of a different place. In Doral, I'm on the other end of town based on that address you read. Am I have to gonna, gonna have to go through that crap again? I hope we're not. not running, we're not running a travel agency here, okay? For that uh, Ron Fant, who's just Lord. chronic as all hell, and, and everything he sends. I mean, you know, once in a while, just for a variety, you might send something that makes sense. 
P.S. Great show. Enjoy both you and George. So you're full of crap, but he enjoys you. I could very easily have my profuse apologies for having the wrong hotel based on that address. You don't have to apologize. Don't be such a wimp. I'm apologizing from the bottom of my heart. The guy heart. asked, is it a safe area of Miami? And I think my response, as usual, being the curmudgeonly bastard that I am, I, there is no safe area in Miami. I apologize. There's all kinds of people lurking with guns and knives and stuff. Drugs. I'm sorry. Nadine in New Jersey says, I can't get you on the web. Well, I don't know what to say to Nadine. I've been with you since the Garlic Festival, late 70s. I live in Hollywood, lived in Hollywood many years. I can't get your archives. I miss you and not available during the live stream. What can be done? Miss you, Neil. I've called and faxed over the years, and you're still great. Love Nadine Evans. I remember Nadine over the years, but how does Nadine? I, I just, I don't get it. I guess she's just looking at our website, and she saw that she could email. Yes. Nadine in Jersey can't get it on the web. Well, there's a lot of people in New Jersey who can't get it. Maybe because it smells so bad there. Oh, seriously, what, what what could be the reason for that? You guys are the technical experts. I, I don't know because um, she might be doing something wrong. We don't know that. I'm not going to presume that, but that's a possibility. Yeah. So unless you're uh, sitting in front of the other person's computer, you can't tell what the problem is. Sorry, Nadine. Well, Nadine can't hear me anyway. Right. Let's see how that survey is coming, okay? Maybe we'll have more than that 644. Boy, that was a pretty paltry total. What are you shooting for, Chris? It's a survey, not a poll. Let's go for 950? 900. Nine, what? Yeah, why not? Let's go for 900. 900? Boy, you sure have been out of touch too long. You're dreaming. I know. 607 we got. Now, what's your gender and age group? Actually, we ought to have like a million on there. But then again, the only people who listen, like that one guy said, are uh, chronic old men and like him. It's amazing that people rip you an ass, which, which go right ahead, feel free to do it, don't bother me. But and, and then they're listening, and they're emailing, and they're making the effort, the same with the callers. You suck. You know, well, what are you listening for? You have no life. I have no That's life. That's the problem. You have no life. This show is your life, but you don't want to admit it. 666. I wonder if 666 knows Batman. Ooh, we could get them together. What's your gender and age group? We have 611. Male 35 to 54, 342, way more than we had last time, eight years ago. Male over 55, 147, way more than we had before. Male 25 to 34, 55, way less, way less. 25 to 34, only 55. You know how many we had before? 210. Hmm. Female, 35 to 54, 29. Female, over 55, 15. Male, 18 to 24, 10. Last time we had 69. Now we got 10. 18 to 34. They're all over there on the ticket, 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 aren't they? Oh, yeah. Female, 25 to 34, 8. Female, under 18, 3. Female, 18 to 24. We finally got one. And male, under 18, we finally got one. Oh, that old curmudgeon is just a uh, shadow of what he used to be. The best house. Michelle. Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 550 QAM. The fourth leader. The biggest names. The best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is the Neil Rogers Show. Any questions?
administrations to be your administrations to be respected. Very good. You may continue. Three at five sixty WQM. Happy Monday to you. the Dolphins. Suck, man. It's going to be zero and sixteen. I think. No. And where is that? Is that game in uh, Miami or in uh, Foxborough next week? Believe Foxborough. Really? Oh my Believe God. So. Are you Schmidt and me? Nope. Barbara Jones says simple way to enhance your sex life. You'll never find it cheaper than here. I just uh, how can I enhance my sex life when I don't have one? Well, Barbara. God, am I tired of those damn things. Cialis Viagra. Viagra Cialis. Mm -hmm. And on and on and on and on it goes. Anyway, Unctious at Quizling.com. <laughs> Remember him from last week? Yes. See, one thing about these emails, they're, they're, they're like the calls in one respect, and that is that most of them are hostile and negative and uh, bah, and, and they're unfiltered, like that one idiot said, 666. They're unfiltered. As if. Do you realize how stupid that is? Who's the one person who gets to see the emails? You? Oh, God. Good guess. Yeah, me. And so if I, unfiltered, I put on a year, I read whatever the hell I want to read. And I don't read them when somebody says, I dare you, I double dare you to read this crap on the air about the quit picking on Sarah. The most juvenile, the most... Why is it that most right-wingers are like juvenile, like uh, childish? Well, you have to be one in order to be one. Oh, I mean, unless you're part of that God. one percent that's actually benefiting from their policies. Yeah. Anyway, this is from Unctious uh, Quizzling. I saw the news story on Friday that Miami residents were ranked the most beautiful people. And your response is that you drive around your Broward retirement community and see nerds in the cars driving next to you. Talk about out of touch. First of all, I don't live in a Broward retirement community. Plantation Acres is hardly a retirement community. I don't live in Cemetery Village. And I drive all around. I've been in South Florida 32 years on and off. Recently mostly off, thank God. Try walking around a coconut grove, Coral Gables, South Miami, Brickell, Miami Beach, Dadeland Mall, Aventura Mall. When was the last time you even stepped foot in Miami? How many decades ago? Oh, I would say the last time I was at the radio station. And who the hell wants to go to Miami anyhow? Who wants to go to Miami? George, you want to go to Miami? I was downtown yesterday. See, there's George. He wants to go to Miami. Well, it was a wedding. It's not like, you know. No, well, come on. That's, that's a special thing. Right. Don't start giving me that crap. I'm telling you the truth. And I don't want to go down there. Oh, I see. Well, that was my question. Well, it was you a very wanna... nice hotel, you know, the oh, part that I went to. I don't want to. What was the hotel? Maybe the guy Ron Fant can go to the hotel. Oh, I don't know. Smack Dab downtown. Smack, is that the name of it? Smack Dab? Yeah, the, it was the Smack Dab. Valley and Smack. can I finish this uh, fax, this Please. email from Unctious Quizzling? 
and you say that South Beach is only a tourist area. Have you ever even left the tourist areas in the European cities that you visit or Toronto? You probably have never even left the uh, tourist area of Toronto. Well, what's the tourist area, downtown? You're asking me? I've been all over the city. I've been, and how about Woodbine? Is that downtown? It's out by the airport, for Christ's sakes, you simpleton. I have, and Toronto has the most nerdy people on earth. And in the last 15 years, has become a toilet filled with the worst immigrants from the crappiest third world countries on earth, says Unctuous Quisling. Okay, listen, uh, you don't like it here? Don't come here, please. Stay where you are. You, you think it's, it's a matter of opinion. Most of the people I see while I'm driving or walking around or in the malls in South Florida, although I will say this, at, uh, what, where was it? The Galeria. Remember I told you that? Mm-hmm. There were some really smoldering people in that place. What was the restaurant I ate at the Galeria with a professor way back when? Oh, geez. That steakhouse. That was good. TGI Fridays. No. Houston's. No. Morrison's. Morton's. <laughs> I'm just going to start naming steakhouses, man. Here's one that says, Neil, I love the show. No more chronics. Thanks for the change, Ed. Yeah, I love it too, Ed. So what do you think, Chris, so far after an hour and seven minutes? Um, about being back or no calls? or No, what? about the fact that we're not taking the calls and we're getting the emails. And... What? I think it's a good thing. It's not a good thing. It's a great thing. You, you better get with it when you want, want that, if you want Curtis's job. You know, you get get together with Eric and find out the uh, detail and... and uh, because I'm just sending them to the, you know, the regular address. I just want to make sure they get up there, okay? And if you're going to take the job, then I'll send you some money every, uh, like, three times, four times a year. Sounds good to me. Because Cordes, uh, the day that he worked on Thursday, oh, it's that time for, oh, actually, it was a couple of days before that. I'm sitting at Woodbine and my Blackberry buzzes, and it's an email from uh, self-important Josh Cordes. Oh, well, it's that time of the year again for you to send me a nice check. See, I don't know about you, but I don't like people telling me when it's time for me to give them money. Was it the Grand Lux? The Grand Klutz? Lux. No. Were you looking in uh, Galleria? No, that was uh, contributed from Eric. No, Galleria. Look, look it up and find the restaurants in the Galleria in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Anyway, Paul says, my two cents on the body wash thing, Anthony Logistics. Great stuff. You can find it at Nordstrom, Macy's, uh, Saks, Bath and Body Works, and online, of course. Anthony Logistics. And, yes, the calls suck. I will not miss them in the least. Arrivederci, apresto, says Paul. Arrivederci, as Larry would say. Arrivederci. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, these people that are still using the soap, oh, my God. We took a poll on that last week, and soap won hands down your pants over body wash. So I guess we must have a lot of people out there still watching the black and white TV. Still wearing knickers? Yeah. I do. Oh, let me see. If I wanted to open up a Hardee's. Yeah, Brandon says, let Josh go and let him uh, fo- focus on his greatest achievement, WQAM.com. Yeah, that's it. Stick with that, Cordis. You really frost my ass. Okay, I'm clicking on this link, CKEFranchise.com, and it's not doing anything. Oh, and now it is. It's a little slow. Don't you hate that slow links? Yes. Now, why is that? Home of the Thick Burger, Hardee's. Ooh, there's a picture here of a bacon cheeseburger. It looks just good enough to eat. You know, there's an idea, and I know a perfect location for one. Your net worth has to be a million dollars. Liquid assets, 300 grand. Development fee, 10 grand. Well, how much does it cost? Total estimated initial va- uh, estimate, 1.1 million. Well, great. Open one up, uh, Brandon. Let us know when, it, when the uh, doors open. 
the restaurant business the worst. Am I right? Yeah. In today's economy. What? No, even worse. In any economy. Oh, right. Today, today is right. Happy Jewish New Year. When is uh, Rosh Hashanah? Here's one from J James Mays. Uh, that certainly can't be the James Mays that uh, drives horses in Michigan or used to, whose son is Mark Mays. Capital Grill. Capital Grill. That's the one. Thank you, uh, Fat Chris. You're welcome. To Neil Rogers, I want to inform you that the Jewish New Year is coming up later this month. Also, I want to tell you that if Clarence Darrow wants you to work on Yom Kippur, tell him I'm going to sue his ass for breach of contract and tell my lawyer, Norma Kent, about it. I want you to know this piece of information. Okay. Okay. Signed, James Mays, long-time listener to your show. Thank you, Jimmy. Oh, look at this. Crazy Eddie. Eddie again. Now you've resorted to calling me. Guess what, Eddie? Delete. I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to look <laughs> at it. Don't. No, see, that's the great part about this thing, the way this is set up on my Outlook Express. Really? Delete in, in, in a, a fraction of a second. <laughs> I it disappears like it was never there. Well, it's just like, uh, you know. I when don't you, have when time to correspond with crazy people, Eddie. And he, what he wants is a peeing contest back and forth because he's obviously got no I have no life. life. But maybe this time he was going to double dippity dog. Yeah, it's gone. Gone. Delete, delete, delete. Here's one from uh, somebody from MS. Have you seen where women are now blasting Oprah for not running the Palin train, saying she doesn't care about women's rights? This is hysterical. Say what you will about that deranged syphilitic heifer, but one thing she's done is lead this pathetic, pathetic fight for women. Women's rights, all that garbage. But because she's not supporting sexy Sarah, she's a turncoat and fraud, and all the work she's done the last 25 years has been canceled out. In fact, it never happened at all. Absolutely amazing. Women are pissed off at Oprah and want to bring her down. I love it. you got to hand it to the Republicans. They're even finding a way to bring down the collapse of the Oprah empire, which goes to show even the Republicans can do something for the public good, even by accident. How do you like that? Nice going, MS. It's a long. It goes on and on and on. I don't have time for all the rest. So Oprah has turned on Sarah. Well, what we'll do is we'll give Eddie Oprah's email address. He can email to Oprah. There you go. You damn cow, you sow, you crazy bitch, you. Get busy, Eddie. The best talent. Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Yeah. Not more of football Monday. What time was that? You're on. Sports Radio 560QAM. Sports leader. Neil, God.
No question, that's Eddie the emailer, too. Crazy person, right? Oh, would make a lot of sense. Yeah. 1117 at 560 WQM. Now, the thing with the emails, I, t I told you this last week, and, of course, I'm always wrong, because you want to be, you know, now that my mom croaked, you mm -hmm. want to be like my surrogate mama. Which is so happy. And, like, now, there are no items in this of you. There, there's nothing in there. It's slowed down to a crawl. And I, that's fine. That's fine, because i got an ample pile of uh, stories and emails and stuff, you know. Right. Although, I certainly do miss those calls. Who doesn't? I'm your friend. Chamba. Let's see. Ed says, I've been a loyal listener for 18 years. I'm 36. That's half my life. You're making me feel old, Neil. Thanks for the 18. Love you, Ed. Thank you, Ed. Love you. Love you. Did you send me a fax or what? Not me. It's an ad fax. Barbara Walters, live in Toronto. Compress a lifetime of learning into one day. At the Metro Toronto Convention Center, October 21st, 8.30 in the morning to 5.30 in the afternoon with international best-selling authors who will give you the competitive edge in today's changing economy. And Baba Wawa is going to be here, the power within. Oh, boy. Bye, bye Baba. What? She can tell you how to be a broadcast, though. Yeah, maybe I can uh, speak like her at the end of the day. At the end of the day, who always says that? Oh, Bill Tanner always used to say that at the end Did of the he? day. Yeah. Hmm. You'll get paid at the end of the day, hmm. and you'll be gay. Uh -huh. That's what he used, she yeah. used to say. Gay. Barbara says, got this as an email the other day. I thought it was woefully true. Barbara from Hollywood. Do you speak Palinese? If you're a minority and you're selected for a job over more qualified candidates, you're a token hire. If you're a conservative and you're selected for a job over more qualified candidates, you're a game changer. Black teen pregnancy, a crisis in black America. White teen pregnancies, a blessed event. If you grow up in Hawaii, you're exotic. If you grow up in Alaska eating moose burgers, you're the quintessential American story. Similarly, if you name your kid Barack, you're unpatriotic. Name your kid Track, and you're colorful. Barack and Track. If you're a Democrat and you make a vice presidential pick without fully vetting the individual, you're reckless. A Republican who doesn't fully vet his VP pick is a maverick. If you spend three years as a community organizer, growing your organization from a staff of 1 to 13, and your budget from 70 to 400 grand... <coughs> Then become the first black president of the Harvard Law Review, create a voter registration drive that registers 150,000 new African-American voters, spend 12 years as a constitutional law professor, then spend nearly eight more years as state senator, representing a district of over 750,000 people, becoming chairman of the state senate's Health and Human Services Committee, then spend nearly four years in the U.S. Senate representing a state of nearly 13 million people, sponsoring 131 bills and serving on the Foreign Affairs, Environmental and Public Works and Veteran Affairs Committees. You're woefully inexperienced. However, if you spend four years on the city council and six years as mayor of a town with less than 9,000 people, then spend 20 months as governor of a state with 650,000 people, you've got the most executive experience of anyone on either ticket. If you're the commander-in-chief of, of the Alaska military and well-qualified to lead the nation, should you be called upon to do so because your state is the closest state to Russia? If you're a Democratic male candidate who's popular with millions of people, you're an arrogant celebrity. If you're a popular Republican female candidate, you're energizing the base. If you're a younger male candidate who thinks for himself and makes his own decisions, you're presumptuous. If you're an older male candidate who makes last-minute decisions you refuse to explain, you're a shoot-from-the-hip maverick. If you're a candidate with a Harvard Law degree, you're an elitist out of touch with the real America. If you're a legacy, dad and granddad were admirals, graduate of Annapolis, with multiple disciplinary infractions, you're a hero. If you manage a multi-million dollar nationwide campaign, you're an empty suit. 
If you're a part-time mayor of a town of 9,000 people, you're an experienced executive. If you go to the south side of Chicago church, your beliefs are extremists. If you believe in creationism and don't believe tropical uh, global warming is man-made, you're strongly principled. If you've been married to the same woman with whom you've been wed for 19 years and raising two beautiful daughters with, you're risky. If you cheated on your first wife with a rich heiress and left your disfigured wife and married the heiress the month after you divorced, you're a good Christian. If you're a 13-year-old Chelsea Clinton, the right-wing press calls you first dog. If you're a 17-year-old pregnant unwed daughter of a Republican, the right-wing press calls you beautiful and courageous. Nice stuff there, Barbara. Thanks. Yes. Are you picking on uh, Sarah again? Yes, Sarah. Yes. Eddie's going to be in touch with you, mister, if you don't watch yourself. Now, let me ask you about your email since we put this stuff up there on our... Mm-hmm. Oh, Unctious is back again. Unctious Quizling. Ooh. He says, I thought Berlin was open-minded, but he's got a story here about hallucinogenic uh, chocolates, doom of Berlin chocolate shop. Well, let's print it out. You know, it's unfiltered. <laughs> like, like camel cigarettes? Yeah, they're unfiltered. They're too dangerous. They're unfiltered. Yeah, you're killing me. I can't take it. I can't take the heat, man. I can't take it. You know how emotional I get about these emails. I know. The only thing I'm upset about is there aren't more. Neil at NeilRogers.com. Bring them on, including all you idiots, okay? Neil at NeilRogers.com. Because the one thing, like I said, that delete thing works really well. I got rid of Eddie, Eddie, real fast. And if he sends any more, I'm going to continue. Delete, delete, delete. Bye-bye, Eddie. Go listen to Rush. Go listen to old Sean Hannity tapes. Go listen to uh, Adolf Hitler's speeches. God. Oh, the story didn't print out. Uh oh. That's bad. Well, I too bad. Should it, you think I should go back over it? I don't know. How good was it? I thought Berlin was open minded. Okay, well let me try to print it out. One thing about this thing, it kinda like slows down at times. Yes. Why is that? Sometimes it's doing stuff. What do you mean by that? It slows down because it's, uh, it's working on something, you know? Like printing? Yeah. You're just talking crap. Yeah, okay. Oh, here's one. I love these that say, Hello, my dear. I will, I'm pleased to contact you if you're going uh -huh. through your profile today. Oh, yeah. To me, age, blah, 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 blah. So this is one of those where I've got $80 billion, your new friend, and the delete, delete, delete. Here's one. This is from Matthew. Glad to hear you're back on five days a week. I listen between 3 and 7 p.m. whilst at work from Nottingham, U.K., whilst at work. I know you hate the British and our teeth, but I still prefer you to radio in this country, which is complete and utter bollocks. Keep up the good work, man, Matthew. It's complete and utter bollocks. Bollocks, Is it yes. like Sandra J. Sandra Bollock? Mm-hmm. Or what's the guy's name, that queen? J Jim uh, J. Jim Bollock? J. Bollocks, yes. Bollocks. I don't know what that means. This story won't print out. Sorry, Unctuous Quizzling, about the chocolate thing. I guess I'll read it. Can I read it off the thing? Well, you tell me. Why? You're not looking at it? No. Let's see. Where is it? Oh, and I think I uh, deleted it. It's not that important. It's right. boring. Sorry. Sorry, Unctuous. Try it again. It's gone. And once it's gone, you know what happens. Is it? It was about some hallucinogenic chocolate place in Berlin. is uh, is open-minded, but not they don't want they don't they don't want all them drugs like in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. 
And even in Amsterdam, they want like a band of mushrooms. Yeah. You better get over there before it's too late. It's all right. We got mushrooms here. Before they here. close up all the coffee shops. We got mushrooms here. You got what? Mushrooms. Do you? Sure. If you don't wash, you get mushrooms. 683 on a survey. That's more than we had uh, eight and a half years ago. We had 644. And I'm not going to put the new poll. See, this is another thing. We don't have to, like, jockey for position on a poll anymore. That's the good part. The bad part is I have to come up with one every day. That's the uh, bad. I know. Better bad, than me. Bad part. So what's the story, Chris? Are you doing the stories now or what? Um, Sure, I guess. I don't know. It's not my decision, I don't think. I'm willing to do it, but. But you're hired. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to be uh, wait, wasting my time to send 15, 18, 25 stories that I think are worth uh, the listeners reading on there and then and then wake up in the morning and find that there's five of them on there, if any at all, and some days none once in a while, all depending on how uh, <laughs> drunk your good friend is. Of course, George wants uh, Josh to continue with it, you know. I have no opinion on the matter. You, you're the one that told me Fat Chris needs the money and would do a fine job. Is that what I said? Oh, yeah, I did say that. Oh, so for once, oh, oh, happy day for once I quoted you correctly. Every every time I quote you, oh, go ahead, make it up. You do make stuff up continuously. Well, it makes it for fun, see? Just this once, you didn't. Well, nobody's perfect. Hey, stench of cow manure hovers over this performance by the Dolphins. Absolutely. <laughs> got 700 people checked in on our survey. Aren't you excited? It means we got at least 700 people listening or pretending to be anyway. Huh? I said, woo. Or at least 700 people who checked out our website. They may not all be listening. Oh, we don't listen to you. Remember, one, once in a while we'll do one, um, where do you listen or, or you know, right. what, how often do you listen? And they say, oh, I don't listen. And they just they right. check out our website, right. but they don't listen to the show. Sure. Which is okay because they're both free. 
700 people have checked in. We got one female uh, under 18 to 24, two males under 18, two punks, uh, three females under 18, and other than that. The audience has gotten older. And of course, the fact that we can't play anything funny, that might have something to do with it. But that's. You, you know, think? No. Or say oh, it's anything my funny? Fault. It's my fault. It's Sarah's fault. There's Sarah. I had to change it. Excessive screen in our state budget. That's he's a soccer, a hockey mom. Excuse me, bad mistake. Hockey mom. Mm -hmm. In my life, being the big hockey fan that I am, I never heard that expression in my life. Did you? Well, you've never had to drive little kids to a hockey practice, have you? Let's get hockey intensive. What do you say? Or let's get harness racing intensive. That seems to be the focus of a lot of um, my emails. Because they know if I talk about it, it'll chase the entire audience away. Jorge in Miami, no relation to Jorge in uh, the show, I don't think. Might be. Says, did you link the shortcut for the movie Obsession? It's a must-see. Your audience will benefit by seeing the truth about how militant Islam is planned to destroy the U.S. and Israel. Mm. Finally, a film that tells the truth. Let me know if you want me to send you a mm. short trailer. Jorge in Miami. No thanks, Jorge. Talk about obsessed. Yeah. Those militant Islamists, baby, the ones oh, yeah. that are all over Iraq now because we killed Sodom. The, uh, and we created that anarchy there and left that gigantic vacuum so that all the terrorists could come in, all those evildoers. And a heck of a job in Afghanistan, by the way, wiping out the Taliban. J.G. in Miami says, Jerry G., it shouldn't be forgotten which piece of Republican slime was the architect of the legislation, which deregulated the rules governing investment banks and Wall Street firms that are now folding left and right. Who is or was that piece of right-wing scum? Of course, you already know. Phil Graham, foreclosure of Phil, one of John McCain's behind-the-scenes main advisors. The article in Mother Jones spells it all out. F the GOP, says Jerry G. Amen, Jerry. F the GOP. Although Eddie will get upset about that. Eddie, 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 Eddie. Since I compared 666 and Batman, he hasn't sent me another uh, email. Hmm. Same person, I'm sure. Crazy person. Like that. See, once you're used to dealing with certain crazy people for long enough, <laughs> yeah. No, you know what I mean. Oh yeah. You can tell them from sure. you can smell them from a million miles. I was just gonna say. Yeah. You can with tell them one you can smell them. Oh gee, there's a whole bunch of emails that came in like late Friday and over the weekend. I'm not saying they're good, but here oh. they are. Mike and Kendall says to help you not confuse with the emails you've already read, strike a line through the page, then lay in the pile to be printed on the reverse side. That way you'll know which uh, what, which one you've already read and which are to be read. Cheers, Mike and Kendall. Now I'm going to use a big spender like me. I can afford fax paper. Use them only once. Like toilet paper, use it only once. Unless you're a Ruski. Hey, use the other side. <laughs> Turn it over. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. And wear a glove. There's this one guy, oh, what a jerk, this one guy playing quick hit at the Woodbine a couple of weeks ago. He's wearing a black glove on his right hand. And I thought to myself, you fairy. that is just, it's unbelievable. Is there a uh, rationale, like is he afraid of germs or something? You're asking me like I know? Oh, I would ask. Maybe he doesn't want to get a bunion, an onion on his bunion. I, I don't know. I don't want to ask him. I don't want to talk to him. He looks like a crazy person. <laughs> And, he, he, and, of course, he's betting the big bucks. You know, he's been like 10 credits a hit on the two-cent mm -hmm. machine, so like 20 cents a play. And there's another crazy guy, the one that smells like he peed all over himself. Nice. Which he probably did. No, that old guy with the glasses, and he's busy watching everybody else's machine and giving advice, and he's playing like one credit at a time, two cents. All he does is tie up a machine. He puts in a, a, a 
$10 bill, gets some um, 500 credits, and then he plays one credit at a time. And he can't figure out how come he can't make any money on it. Hmm. 714, man, you got to be on Quaaludes to vote for us, Sarah. There's Joe Biden. He's finally getting two minutes on the air. You are. I'm a UAW guy. never belonged to you, but I'm a United States senator because of the UAW. And in my state of Delaware, we understand. In my state of Delaware, the two of the largest auto plants outside of Michigan are Chrysler plants. You think he's a hockey dad, Joe Biden? Alaska. Mac says... You've brightened my day for 10 years. I wanted to thank you. I work in a cube sometimes, and I stay uh, something. It's chopped off in the right hand. The files when I'm uh, anywhere else. I something the files. I'm an Everglades research scientist. Also pay attention to politics. You'll be uh, listened to with a lot of interest as the situation in Washington and the rest of the country heats up. I can remember when I lived in Hialeah, and the whole alien thing was going on. They burned down their bus stop at the corner, and then they all stand and wait for the bus the next day. You were in great form at that time, as always. Instead of losing my mind, I hope you and I can get a laugh out of some of this crap. Thanks, says Mac. Thank you, Mac. Seven six eight seven eight six. Where's that? I don't know. It's Dade area code. Yeah, seven eight six. It is. It's in Dade area code. Right. I bet it's near that great motel in um, Overtown. How how about if we give like an Opalaka hotel for that guy that wanted to, for that uh, Ron Fant? Who wants to know where to go by the port? There you go. Yeah, call up a travel agent. Don't, we're not giving free travel advice here. Uh, endorsing motels. Let them advertise on the station. Well, uh, maybe. Somebody has to. Mike says, and an, I'm an over 20-year listener who found himself listening to you less and less because of the crank callers. Love the new format. Please keep the emails. How do you like that, Fat Chris? He was listening less and less because of, I'm your friend. Who the hell would listen to that? So it's going to take us time for people to realize that we're not doing the stupid calls anymore. And don't waste your time, George Corso, on any more technology and potching around. The horse is out of the barn. He's long gone. And once he's gone, he ain't turning around and coming back. Have you seen factcheck.org? It's a nonpartisan site that tries to sort through the bullshit. Maybe you'd like to add it to your links. Thanks for everything, says Mike. Thank you, Mike. See, there actually are some nice people on the email, some decent people. Some people actually enjoy the show, as opposed to those who listen to it because they're masochists. The very first time he got tangled up in power lines. <laughs> Out of control in his early days, John McNasty became his new name. He was partying in the game, he had to get played by his girlfriend stripper, Marina Blaine. 800 Monday night, white training class. But Jonathan came, he finished last. While other guys tried learning to fly a jet, their classmate Jonathan came was placing bets. On another flight, in a teacher guy, he was flying too slow and way too high. His engine flamed out and he went into a bed. He tried to start up again as he fell from the sky. 
14 till noon at 560 WQM. Part 2 Rock solid. of uh, the Big O from 2 to 4 this afternoon, in spite of a uh, popular outcry. Let's see. Here's one from uh, Rick, an email. Emails, by the way, neil at neilrogers.com. Keep them coming, okay? And, and, cra- and all you crazy people, too, keep them coming. They're oh, unfiltered, yeah. you know. They're unfiltered. <laughs> you can't handle it. They're unfiltered. I mean, just I know. just stop and think of the, I, what, I it, what it takes to be that crazy. Uh-huh. I don't want to. You can't handle it. They're unfiltered, and as a result, you're uh, too curmudgeonly. Uh, yeah. I heard John Insane McCain saying this morning, Rick says that the economy is fundamentally sound. That's like the doctor saying, other than the heart not working, his patient's in good shape. Mm-hmm. A perspicacious observation on your part, Rick. Speaking of uh, heartless and heart, while Republican presidential candidate John McCain's been ducking reported infidelity claims, there's no denying his cheating ways with his first wife, Carol, the woman who waited for him when he was a POW. McCain met Carol, a former swimsuit model, when he was attending Annapolis during the 50s. At the time, she was married to another cadet with whom she had two children. After being freed by the Viet Cong, McCain discovered Carol had been disfigured in a serious car accident. When he saw Carol was not the beauty he had left behind, he started running around on her, Ted Sampley, a Special Forces Vietnam vet, and McCain pal said. Eventually, he met Cindy, and she was young and beautiful and very wealthy. All of these things. The ex-Mrs. McCain, Carol, now 70, evidently has no complaints. According to the Britain's Mile, Johnny Mac agreed to pay for Carol's medical care for the rest of her life in exchange for divorce. He's a family values kind of guy, just like Sarah and her pregling uh, mm-hmm. unmarried daughter. Family values. That's what these pimples are all about. 724 people are checked in on our survey. If we really had an audience, we ought to have, what, about 2, 3 million on there? Right. We don't. We used to have a long time ago. Oh, is the guy cleaning the knobs again? The knobber? I hate when he, he always... Polishing the knobs, is he? Turn, yeah. He's twisting my knob out there and always sounds yeah. like somebody's trying to break in the door. Well, if you want to take a break, you know, we'll cover for, I don't know how long you take. Five, ten to minutes? To do what? To go out and uh, get your knob polished. 726 people have checked in on this. What's your gender and age group? Male, 35 to 54, 392, way up from eight and a half years ago, way, way, way up. Male over 55, 173, way up. Male, 25 to 34, 75, way down. Female, 35 to 54, 38. Now, let's see how that, uh, you know what it was eight and a half years ago? I give up. 38. Wow. Female over 55, 18. That's up over 11, old ladies. Male 18 to 24, 13, that's down from 69. And that's because Joyce won't let us say that no more. Female 25 to 34, 11, as compared to 13. That's about the same. Female under 18, 3. We had 4 last time. Male under 18, 2, we had 8 last time. And female 18 to 24, we had 9, 8 and a half years ago. We only got one. Solamente uno. Only one female 18 to 24, and George ain't too happy about that. Are you? Oh, that's fine. I'll and also, no forward. items in this view. No, no new emails on there. It's it's slowing down. The novelty's worn off. Even the chronics don't want to like you know. 
Well, they're unfiltered, you know. They're unfiltered, and you get so upset. Yeah. The fact that I'm not taking those stupid calls anymore, that, that's going to add years to my life. I think that's what some of these negatory chronics are upset about. Oh, we were going to put them in an early grave, and too late. I'm your friend. I'm your friend. My name's Joe, and what do you know? Seriously, if you, if you take all the calls from the past year on this show, when I've been doing it, I can't speak for you and your intellectual callers. Oh, yeah. But if you take all the crap that I've listened to over the last year and put it together, you still wouldn't have enough uh, to fill up a thimble, enough worthwhile crap. Lots of crap, but not worthwhile crap. John says, shameless request. No. I'm a big fan of the show. I lived in Florida for some time. I love to listen to you. I'm pleased to have found you on the Internet. Now I live in Vegas. I have a shameless request. You used to play a bit about a guy either buying or selling a Chinese restaurant. It always cracked me up. Please, can you play it so I can hear it on the net? Take care and keep the laughs coming. John, well, I'm not going to use last names. And then he says, Well, as long as he said that. Now, is that Chinese restaurant? Yes. Oh. What's your name? Patrick. Patrick? Yeah. Uh, I thought I was supposed to talk to someone named Fu. Who? Fu. Okay, hold on just a second, okay? Yeah. Hello? Hello? Captain? Yeah, who's speaking? Hello? Yeah, hello? Who's speaking? Hello? Uh, hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, you got a restaurant for sale? Uh-huh. Uh, how much you want for the restaurant? Well, you come over here to look at it and talk to the boss. I come over maybe eat, eat dinner with you. Okay. Uh, does uh, that price include uh, all the walks? Huh? Huh? What? What do you say? You Chinese? Yeah, Chinese. Okay, you come over to the boss. Two hours? Yeah. Two hours? Yeah. Two hours? Yeah. Two hours? Yeah. Two hours? Okay, how about I get order to go and then I come over and pick it up and look at the restaurant? Okay. Okay? okay. What you have? Uh, you know, you know where you are? Where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? Uh, 315 South Manhattan. Where are you from? Huh? Where are you from? Okay, I'll be right there. Okay. I'll be right there. 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 Now, I can't play it. Can't find it. Too bad. It's funny. Thomas says, Hi, Neil. Pleasure to listen to your show now without being distracted by those moronic calls. Absolutely correct, sir. Hey. Hi. Prozac. I need help. I need a doctor. You realize it's almost 3 p.m. and you're off the air, but I have a life, and this is the first time I've been able to email. Hope you're having a great weekend, says Tom in Pompano Beach. Yeah, it was okay, Tom. Patriots won, even with the lovely Matt Castle, the quarterback. He looks better than Tom Brady, I'll tell you that. That's what really frosts the uh, Dolphin fans, the fact that the uh, Patriots are 2-0. and And the Bills are 2-0. They looked pretty good yesterday. Did you see any of that game, Chris? saw some of the highlights. They look pretty good. I think it's going to be the Bills and the Pats in that division right down to the wire, right down to the nose. And that game in Foxborough next week, oh, my God. How about just a forfeit? Don't you think that makes sense? I think that would be good. Don't get anybody injured. Well, we got the big tuna. We got Tony uh, Soprano. Uh, Tony Soprano should have brought Luca Brasi with him. 
Because other than that, they they're not gonna. There there's no chance for them to win. I don't see who they're gonna beat. Oh, uh, they're playing KC later in the year, so uh, they're oh, are they? That. Yeah, they're really. But I think really that's bad. not until like week eleven or twelve or something like that. I might even be later than that. I'll look. Oh my God. They've lost twenty of their last twenty-one regular season games, and they haven't won a road game since Jesus was a baby since two thousand six. This is. Scandalous. I'm not getting any emails, by the way, about the... Uh, and I know that a lot of our people aren't sports intensive because George talks them out of it. Yep. But I'm not getting any emails about that. Got an email from uh, the UPS, uh, Tony, the UPS guy up in Connecticut. I deleted it right away. Goodbye, Tony. When I, uh, when I deleted your ass from MySpace, that was a message, okay? That meant I, I don't want to hear from you. You bug me. You're an idiot. You bother me. Get a life, Tony. Absolutely correct. I have no life. Here's one from Tom and Lake Placid, of all places. He says, when I came to South Florida, I had only AM on my radio car, so I quickly became a fan of talk radio. I first listened to you around 1976, where you were WJNO, just ahead of Alan Burke. See, these people get so confused. Alan Burke and I never worked on the same radio station. Alan Burke was on the station across the lake, which was WPBR. Okay. Across the lake from JNO. That was 75. You were ranting as usual, and he was throwing guests out of the studio in the middle of his show. Big Wilson's Hello Big confused me, and Mike Ranieri was doing a weird take on Flip Wilson's Geraldine. Larry King was just laughing in the background. The setup man for somebody else's jokes, Bill Calder. I'm retired now, living in the middle of the state, still listening on the streaming. You should know that I'm as entertained by your show as I ever was, regardless of format. Hang in there, says Tom and Lake Placid. Thanks, Tom. I'm hanging. In spite of all the negatory, that ubiquitous uh, a-hole, what, what was it? Ubiquitous quizzling? That's it. At Schmendrick.com? Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami for Lauderdale. This is Brady Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. And now live from Rigel 7, it's the Neil Rogers Show. I like to ease up this song for bit writing. Plenty of time like the American Pie thing. Melody guide so I don't sing off key. I love the way that bit ended. The bitch haven't been the same since Boca Brian died. I know. I heard that was some party Greg Reed threw. Good thing I didn't go. Lots of dancing. Of course, it's not easy flying back there from Rigel 7. I know. Thank God. I'm here. It's all over for you, poor schlep stuck on earth, yes. President Noel. Well, if you're lucky, that crackhead is the last bush to rig an election. Mm. Who's on this line? WQAM. Mr. Rogers. Speaking. I was in the public Galactica today, sir. And let me tell you, the clip-out coupons in Thursday's paper are deceiving. I discovered to my shop you know, this is at George. the checkout counter yes, that French Nose was not two for 99 cents. On the contrary, it was two break stones for 99 cents oh. each. 
Now, oh. I don't know about you. That's right. They tried to peddle me two breakstones for the price of two breakstones cottage cheese when the coupon clearly stated... Well, use the cottage cheese that's grown in your toenails. Now, who's this on uh, line seven and nine? Klingon penal colony, hello? Have we got into that? Retired. <laughs> okay, on that note, you know, i got to renegotiate my contract. How about a one-minute show, huh? Oh! You can fill the other three minutes. That's right. Sporto concubine is next. George? Bye-bye-bye. Bummo, too. That's what the show's going to sound like in five years. I'll guarantee you that. <laughs> Only you're going to be sounding like that. I'll be, I'll be in a box. And Chicken Egg, yeah, he'll be... I wonder if uh, I'll be around to see that funeral when Chicken Egg gets to the Greg Reed farewell. I don't know. He's a smoker. Well, he's starving. He's a smoker, though. He'll probably die of lung cancer before that. You think? Emphysema. Well, well, let me ask you this. Now, that really frosts my fat ass. You know how much faggots cost for a pack? I have never bought one. Here, it's like 10 bucks a pack now. Well, at least not lately. Okay. How about you, Chris? Do you smoke? <laughs> uh, No. But what are you laughing about? He'd be dead already. Yeah. Well, not only that, but could he afford even even a uh, carton? No chance. He'd be carting or they would be carting him around. Mm-hmm. Well, seriously, how much does it cost for a pack of cigarettes? Somebody will email it, and I'm sure. Or not. So how can a guy who's always starving to death, who I'm always being forced to send the money to early when it's not even due yet, how can he afford to be smoking cigarettes? He can't even eat. Huh? I don't know. Huh? I don't huh? know. Huh? Maybe huh? he eats the cigarettes. Huh? huh? Yeah. Huh? God. Oh, I just, uh, another old poll. I'm digging up all the old polls. I'm cheating. Although we got more, we got more people tallying in on this one. Now, what did you say, Chris? 900? Yeah, that's this is just a survey. I mean, if everybody who's listening right now would uh, just log on to there on neilrogers.com and vote on the, you know, on the survey, it would mean something. But they don't do it. And then, of course, George says, "Well, if there's anybody within six blocks of them who voted, they can't, uh, you know, like that." Benny says, "Been listening since the KAT days. Thanks, thank you, Benny Zygazun. He's still alive, Benny." Anthony says, I'm very happy you opened up email for your show. I am too, Anthony, but today they're really slim and grim, and over the weekend also. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday was an outpouring, although now I see there's three up there. I love the ones that have, like, the Chinese writing on them. I, I think it's Chinese. I don't know what it is. David says, I'm just going to read it right off the thing. Awesome pictures on the main page. I appreciate the years of nonstop entertainment. You repeatedly deliver the goods. Have you seen the movie Truth Rising? No. It's from the guys who brought us loose change. Please ask George if he listened to the 9-11 CD I left for him. You might find some of the songs amusing. See ya, David Miami. You listen to it? Not yet. Still carrying it around. Well, when are you going to get to it? Uh, eventually. And what was he was supposed to send me? Some CD the guy brought in? The guy that called Yeah, the uh, video of your 1990 appearance at uh, oh, yeah, and? somewhere, the Rascal House. I gave it to Chicken. Is it going to be in, we'll the, be the, in, the, in the thing yes, tomorrow in the package? Yes. In my FedEx? It ought to be. Woo! Something to look forward to. I better live at least another day. Look at that. The Dow is down almost 300 points, and there's your president. These financial market developments on the broader economy. Thank God for those low gas prices, Mr. President. Do you know, I filled up by my vet with gas over the weekend. I paid a buck fifty a liter for, for a high test. Now, a buck fifty times 3.69 is how much? That's Way over five bucks, huh? 
45, 14, 39, 3, uh, 15, 4. Let's see, 5, 4, 15, $5.46 a gallon. And the excuse being, oh, well, you know, Ike is going to hit those refineries in the Gulf and it's going to knock them out of commission. And, of course, it didn't. But the New Deal is in anticipation of something that might happen. That's the excuse that these grave robbers come up with. And at the end of each quarter, oh, well, we had record-breaking profits for the third quarter. Uh, just unbelievable. And here I thought rape was illegal. Here's one from somebody. Who's it from? L Lori. She says, I read that while John McCain was overseas... Family friend Ross Perot paid all of Carol McCain's medical bills from her tragic accident. I keep wondering if McCain ever paid Perot back for his generosity. I have my doubts since when interviewed, Perot didn't have any good things to say about the GOP nominee. You know, little Ross Perot with the funny ears? Letting someone else take care of your family and not paying your debts, another Republican example of family values. The show is so much better without the stupid calls ad nauseum. Have a great week. You too, Lori. Thanks. I don't have anybody. I just had one saying, oh, a talk show with no call. Remember that one last Friday? What kind of a talk show is a talk show with no calls? And the calls, yeah, calls suck. Here's one from Paul, now listening in Greenville, South Carolina, on the net. Been listening since, well, I went to uh, a remote at the flea market in Fort Lauderdale, and KC is in the Sunshine Band was there with those pasty, zit-faced kids that he used to hang around with. Grew up in the Buffalo, Rochester area. Want to say, went to Fredonia State, baby. Thanks for the Bills reference. Yeah, the Bills look good. I hate to say it. In closing, break them up, you Bills, and beat them down. Bring the blue and silver, their colors in the 60s, to the crown. Oh, break them up, Bills, and beat them down. Bring the uh, crown, but it'd be like that. P.S. George is great. And then it says, wow. insert Mandish's laugh track here. Oh, I don't have a laugh track by man. He, he probably means like... <laughs> Best Paul, now listening, et cetera. You're great. Uh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Here's one from Jasmine. Neil, how can I talk to George? I wanted to discuss him coming out to visit our private club coming up soon. Well, how about emailing him? <laughs> the link is right there. Under Jasmine, yours. the link is right there on neilrogers.com, right where you found the link to ours. Just the one that says George. That's how you talk to him. And if you're going to pay him, he'll do anything. Almost. Here's one that says, F you, just kidding. From Andre in West Park. Two pictures of Jessica Beal. Why do I care about pictures of Jessica Beal? I, I do. I don't. Send him to George, okay? He wants to see all that stuff. Oh, here's Jasmine again. How can I talk to George? Email him. My friends, the stress and strain of the campaign has taken a toll on my family and my own self. It's with heavy heart I announce I'm boating out of the presidential race. I believe Senator Biden will be a wonderful nominee and hope you'll join me in giving your support. Very funny. Very humorous. Mail delivery failed. Sending returning message to somebody. I don't know what that means. Some goofball. It says, this is from, this is you from the future. Don't go to Woodbine this week. Trust me. <laughs> you better listen to you. What What does that mean? <laughs> See, that's why I don't like reading them off the... Uh, uh -huh. It's obviously a joke. No. But you should listen to you. 
Don't go to Woodbine this week. Trust yeah. me. Here's one from Nick or Anthony. How come Anthony's email address is Nick such and such and his name is Anthony? I'm very happy you've opened up email for your show. The I'm Your Friend DB was getting really old. I've been an avid listener since way back in the 70s when you used to rip FBNL and ass. I'm on the fence between Obama and McCain. I want to vote for Obama, but I have this queasy feeling in my gut that he may be just like Jimmy Carter, and the Arab world will really try to push us to our limits like uh, back with the Iranian hostage crisis. Based on what? Based on the fact that 99% of the free world overwhelmingly is for Obama and think he'll be a great leader and uh, wish McCain would only croak? On the other hand, I fear if McCain is chosen, my four young sons will end up going to war for some stupid oil BS. The health care topic intrigues me, but they say socialized medicine doesn't work. Being you live in Canada, how well or poor do you see socialized medicine programs working up there? Not well. People wait a long time to see a doctor here. But socialized medicine in Europe is great. Remember that time I fell and broke my, the bone in my hand in uh, Amsterdam? Yep. Charged me nothing. All I had to do was show my passport and my broken uh, hand, and they said, oh, here, let us, uh, let us give you a hand. Anyway, I hope to get back out of South Florida the next few years and move to Albuquerque to get away from the hurricanes, the Julios, opportunistications, and all those obnoxious New Yorkers. Boy, Anthony don't like anybody. We'll continue to listen to you online regardless of where I end up. Although I don't always agree with everything you say, as any thinking person would, you're still spot on in a lot of ways when you peel back all the shtick. And they wear tight pants, sun-drenched top to bottom every day, blessed with the miracle of being gay. The very best of faggots in the USA, giving big, big pleasure in a big, big way. The very best of faggots in the USA, giving big, big pleasure in a big, big way. Join the big swish to Chesterfield, Queen. New choice of the fags of America. Oh, here's an email allegedly from Joe Bell, although it doesn't have, like, Joe Bell's email address. It says, I love the emails. Ho, 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 is what it says. You think that's really from Jolly Joe? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, it must be. No. And the reason I play that Chesterfield, Queens is the, the emails are just like the uh, calls. I ask a simple question, and they, they very seldom respond to anything I say or ask. It's been that way for a hundred years. Sure. What does it cost for a pack of cigarettes? I got an answer via email. Yes. Thirty-nine dollars a carton. Ten packs to a carton. Three ninety. Four bucks. Four bucks a pack. <laughs> and here's a bald-headed uh, quizzling who's probably chain-smoking them. Two packs a day. That's eight bucks a day. That's uh, fifty-six bucks a week on faggots. Even I never spent that much money on faggots. Well, I guess I did. Yeah, I was just going to say. Here's one that says, tell your viewers that it is not socialized medicine, it's socialized medical insurance, says Rick. Okay, it's not socialized medicine, it's socialized medical insurance. There you go, Rick. Tell your viewers. I told my viewers. Here's one from Robert, a poll idea. Now, maybe you can explain what this means. Of all the stars of the cinema, which one has the best cinema face look? Gads. Can you explain to me what, what is a cinema face look? <sighs> I'm going to attempt to uh, read that person's mind. Some people look better on screen than others, as opposed to just generally good looking, but you know what the people are going to vote. 
They're just going to vote for the best-looking person. The best cinema face look mm-hmm. of all the stars of the cinema. I guess that's of all time. I, I imagine. And who would you pick? Oh, gee, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kay Francis. I'm just Ooh. kidding. Kay Francis from the 30s. I'm, I'm being facetious. How about Robert Francis? Sure. From the Canine Mutiny. The Boy, Kay he Francis. sure was a pretty guy. He wasn't as pretty as Matt, uh, what's his name, though? What the hell's our quarterback's name? Castle. I mean, I know Matt Castle, but it's just it's not on the tip of your tongue like Tom Brady, you know what I mean? Although I wouldn't mind having him on the tip of Well, that's beside the point. Matt Castle, good-looking guy, and played damn good yesterday. Didn't make any big mistake like Brett Favre did. Brett's Jets. Haven't heard from any of those Jets fans either. So what's the story? Am I going to hear, get an email from anybody about the price of cigarettes or not? I mean, is this thing the, the only way this thing is really going to work is if every now and then we ask about something and we get a reply. Right. Neil, if we don't win this time, then this country may, maybe the rest of the earth is doomed, I'm afraid, said that. Okay, great. I agree, but uh, enough, enough already with that. Both says he goes to God. the Indians and he pays 22 a carton. For, uh, so that's 220 a pack. Here, cigarettes are like 9 or 10 bucks a pack because they, they goosed up all these taxes on it. They goosed it. Me gusto mucho. Oh, and maybe you can answer me this question. I'm sure you can. How come some Hispanic people, I mean, I mean not that I want to learn Spanish, mm-hmm. but I thought that how are you is como esta. Yes, and como estas. Como estas. Como estas. Why? Como estas is how you say it. Whatever why? you, whatever you, how are you? Well, why is that? That's how you say it. That's the language. That's the correct way to say it. Como estas. Whatever else you heard, como esta. Is, uh, is plural, like uh, if you're talking to a group, or como están, something like that. Como estas, how are you? That's how it's said. If you uh, hear it differently, it's wrong. No, I don't. That's, that's what I hear. There you go. Como estas. From the Julios I'm surrounded with. Sorry about that. 782 votes on the uh, survey. Oh, Tallies. Uh, what? Huh? I said call migra. Call a migra. What are you talking about? If you're surrounded by, uh, you know... Illegal Mexicans call La Migra. Smokes, here we go. Tracy, thank you, Tracy. Cost of cigarettes depends on where you are and what type you smoke. New Orleans, four fifty a pack in a store, six dollars a pack in a bar. Boca, five fifty a pack in a store. New York City, nine dollars a pack in a store. Cancer is expensive, man, says Tracy. <laughs> She's the best. All right. What? She's the best. She's good. She's sensational. Thanks, Tracy. See, somebody finally responded. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. I ask a question, you type out, you tap out a response. Yeah, when in doubt, tap it out. Here's one from Mike. I won't read his last name because obviously it's uh, make believe. You know what Mike's last name is? No. Oxlong? Hunt. Oh. Thank God you're finally receiving email. Welcome to the 21st century. Howdy, says Mike. Hunt. Mm hmm. Here's Vito says George should be your lead in. <laughs> what? <Excuse me>. Wait. <laughs> His brand of humor would go very far in the morning. Imagine a morning zoo show with George, Chris, Josh, belly dancers, roller skaters, strippers, bartenders, and so forth. Gold, Neely, gold. You'd be followed by the mad dog, and Joe Rose can go dump his enormous head in a bucket and keep it there until the bubble stop, says Vito. <laughs> I guess Vito ain't a Joe Rose fan. That's probably since, uh, Zach has been destroying that show. 
Does that mean you'd be by yourself, or George and I would then be doing 10 to 2 also? I don't know. Ask Vito. Since he's the program director? Yeah, since Vito is one of the zillion program directors we got. Oh, I already did this one from the fat man on Friday. Melissa. Oh, I already read that one, too. Sorry. Yeah, so you're supposed to put a line through it. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just that instead of putting them over to the side, mm -hmm. I just, uh, you know. And what I should have done was torn them up. Because once you tear them up, they don't come back again. Cigarettes are three fifty to 4 bucks a pack, says somebody. Well, that's what we're saying. We're saying average four bucks a pack and a schlepper who's smoking cigarettes and then begging me for money. I'm starving. <laughs> and then uh, six George on me all the time. He's starving enough. He's starving enough. All the time. Starving. Although he did put a nice thank you note in the uh, package last week. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, I even pay for the FedEx You realize if I stripped down all the extraneous crap that I pay for, I'd be like a wealthy man. Yeah. But that's my life. I pay for extraneous crap and extraneous people. And like I told you before the show, I'll pay for whatever I want to pay for. I'm not the one telling you how to spend your money now. No, I didn't say you were. All right, okay. I don't like it. I resent it. It frosts yeah, my fat ass. As it should. I'm doing the best I can for everybody, for my extended family and strangers and everybody else. Always have. Always will. What's your gender and age group? 791. What did you say, Chris? 800? I said nine, but, you know. Oh, nine. Well, we can do that. That's the last thing we ought to do. Nine. Mm-hmm. Is he still there, by the way? I think so. Yeah, he uh, does uh, Sunday or weekend stuff. God. He's, like, attached to the walls there. He's like, he's like a fungus. He's attached to the woodwork. Robert. Oh, that's Robert Reaper, the Grim Reaper, the Lord of the Board. Glad you got thank that down. God, thank the Lord for no mo Kenny and Blow morning show. Thank God. Following that was like like pulling your teeth out with the pliers and no Novocaine. It's just, it's just uh, excruciating, the Kenny and Blow morning show. Ho, ho, ho. Glad you liked it, Neil. Ho, ho, ho. An invention of a Jolly Joe. You gotta admit one thing, man. He may not be good, but he's consistent. Every show he's put on air has, has just failed unbelievably bad. The Jerks show, the DA show at night with a oh, point oh. with our signal that nobody can hear. Following an hour tune out, that that Dolphin tonight should be really enthusiastic the rest of the season. Can you imagine the tune an audience that's going to get? Nope. Chris. Um. No comment. I mean, they just absolutely yesterday. That that performance was so it smelled so much worse than cow manure. It smelled like hippopotamus manure. You know what I mean? Hippo. <laughs> That's right. Like that. That was funny. What's your gender and age group? Seven hundred ninety-two tallies on here. There ought to be two thousand at least, at least back in the day. Although we only had six hundred and forty-four eight and a half years ago. Why do you think that is? Well, that's a long time ago. Right. That was in the infancy of the poll thing, you know. Male 35 to 54, 422 over half our audience. Male over 55, 189. There's another. So you take those two categories, you've got three-quarters of the audience. Males 35 plus, the people with the money. Males 25 to 34, 82. Male, female 35 to 54, 42. 
Too many numbers. You're mailing it in with the numbers, Rogers. Yeah, that's right. Female over 55, 24. Male 18 to 24, only 14. Boy, they have vanished. Female 25 to 34, 11. Female under 18, 4. Male under 18, 3. And female 18 to 24, still solamente uno. Names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The sports leader. Neil God. If anybody has opinion, dissenting from our way, we'll place your name into the system as enemy of the state. Not only did I see Arlington Road over the weekend, but I saw the uh, version of A Kiss Before Dying with Matt, Dan with Matt uh, Dillon. Right. Not Matt Damon. No, not Matt Damon. Or I would Matt call one. Ah. Oh, somebody emailed me the uh, Matt Damon stuff and, like, all breathlessly. I read that on the air on Friday. Thank you. <clears throat> now, you uh, don't know your Espanol, mister. Oh, yeah. I already got some emails on that. Bob in Miami says, same old incorrect info from your boys in the studio. Mm -hmm. Como esta usted is the polite form, third person singular. Como estas is the familiar form, second person singular. And I'm a gringo, says Bob in Miami. BME in Juno says, can I finish? All right. Como estas would be the informal way of saying how are you. Como esta would be the formal way for somebody you just met or a similar situation like that. And Mark says... You say, como estas to someone who's a close friend or acquaintance, but you say, como estas to someone in a uh, more formal situation. Tell George I'm a bilingual gringo who speaks better Spanish than he does. Yeah. Says Mark. Most people do. And you say, we weren't talking about como esta usted, but nevertheless, I never claimed to be an expert. I had forgotten Spanish and had to relearn it all over again with all uh, due respect to myself. Oh, here comes Josh Cordes. 
He's mad. Oh, he's mad. I want to get the story. I thought he was coming in here to hit me. I just wanted to make sure he was coming here. You know what? I'm just, I'm shocked and appalled. Yeah, oh, first of all, oh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you here, okay? Because I put up the stories that you send me, guy. Okay, so don't get mad at me if I get five or seven stories. I don't know what you want from me, but that's what happened. I can take George over in my room and show him my outlook. Don't take me over to your room, okay? Okay, okay. And send, send items, send items. Listen, you know where that is, and I'll look Listen, at I'm not now. calling you a liar, but don't, don't, like. Well, but how what, come you're not? What do you think I do? You, you think you, you think I get 20 emails, and I'm like, oh, I'm only going to do five of these. Yes. That's what I feel. That's, that's, that's genuinely what you think. For, for yesterday, let me count. How many I got seven emails from you yesterday. Seven stories. No, no so four yesterday. Saturday, four yesterday. Or, or five on Saturday. Will you seven. shut up and let me count them? Jesus, you're. Boy. Two, four, six, eight, ten. 12, they're all dated 9, 14, uh, 14, 16, 17, over 20. I didn't get them. I don't and know. for today, oh, no, that, that was for today, 9, 13. 9, 13 would be for, uh, oh, again, the same number, about 18, 20. Now, if you didn't get them, is it possible that because, because we have this new setup here with the email thing, when I click send, we have a new setup? Well, that might be a problem. What's the new setup? When I click send, I don't always know because in, in the past, when you click send on a little box, it would say uh, um, authorizing, sending, and, and then it would go off. And then you'd know it, it went through. Now, these, these show up under the sent items, so I have no doubt that you were receiving them, but they all show up under sent. So maybe I'm just going to have to wait longer to make sure that it went through. You following what I'm saying? Yeah, but like I don't have them right now either. It's not like they're taking a long time. I'm not getting No, no, them. you don't understand. In other words, if I go off of there, if I move to something else before it goes through, it, it, it evidently isn't going through. Even though it's Mark sent here, it's not going to the other end. Don't you understand? I'm, try, I'm trying to be on your side. Don't ask me why. That doesn't sound like it, but I, I'll... Uh... Are you guys allowed to play the Ebonic song? Yes, we will, Melissa, whoever that is. Now, what are you saying? I, I think I've been pretty clear. I, I don't know what... Uh... Well, uh, you know, I listened today. I heard you say you want Chris to do the stories. Because you're not, because you weren't putting up all the stories. I I put up what I get, Neil. That's that's all I can do. And I'm explaining to you what I think. I'm I'm trying to give you an out. I'm trying desperately, and you're just talking yourself out of it. I'm giving you an out. I'm telling you that when you press send, okay. it doesn't. The box goes away. And the cursor sits there, and it kind of like uh, trembles a little bit for a couple of seconds, and then it goes out. I'm thinking, boy, those are sure going through much faster than before, and they're not. You see? Sure. <laughs> Eric says nothing has changed with email. So Eric says that Josh is lying? No, he just says nothing has changed with email. But it has on my... Listen, you're both full of crap. I mean, I know what, what's going on on this end. Don't I have some idea what's going on on this end? I'm sure that you do. Oh, Richard Wright from Pink Floyd dies. Ian from South Miami. I remember you, Ian. I'm still in love with Mark Grace. I remember you, Ian, sweetie. Uh, it says, here's an obituary to read. You might be into, not into Pink Floyd, but a lot of suits like George in your audience are. They'll be upset to find out about this. Uh, and hello, dork lady, he says. Richard Wright is dead. 
I mean, aren't you understanding what I'm telling you? I understand. What, are, are you understanding what I'm telling you? Yes, that the stories didn't come through, and I'm telling you why that might be. I'm trying to give you an out. I'm trying to, uh, you know. Well, that's the reason not that they didn't go your on credibility. There. So I'm going to have to wait longer, and, and I have really no way of knowing that you received them. Now, how's this? How about where? Where's your uh, computer? Uh, how many have you sent me so far today? Let me go check. Today? Yes. All right. Well, this must be scintillating radio, but it's important crap, man. It's important crap. Today I have sent you two, four, six, eight. Eight stories. I'll be right back. Don't take long. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? I, I, listen, you, I tuned out five minutes ago. Sorry. What? This this uh, email gobbledygook going on between the two. You lost me like five minutes ago. No, no. You you know because you send the stories when I'm not doing it. Sure. So uh, when you do it on Outlook Express, correct. A, a box comes up mm -hmm. and you click in the the address. Yes. Did, I just yes. click in end yes. because it starts with news. Yes. And and then you click send. Right. And ordinarily, the, the on top of that would come up a little bar and would say authorizing sending, and then it would it would show when it went all the way through, and then it would it would the box would disappear. Yes, I mean it was sent, right? Yes, yes. Now, when you click send, when you put in the end and you click send, it, it, the, the box just disappears instantly. Right. You can always check your sent items. Just click on the sent items to you see. You don't it. understand. I just I got through telling you that I sent yeah. all those items, but right. he didn't receive them all. Aren't you understanding? Yeah. I have seven. And how many did I say I sent you? Eight. Yeah, see? So, um, I, I checked uh, I checked in my junk folder, and it wasn't in there. Uh, it, I guess it's possible that it's going in there, but I don't know why some would and some wouldn't. But I didn't see any from today. So, uh, I don't know. I, I will, uh, I'll try to look in my junk. I, I mean, if they're getting sent, they're getting sent. So, the only thing well, that I can think of. What does that mean? Meaning, if, if it now says you're talking your, your way out of it. <laughs> Listen, Eric says you sent him seven stories today. Eric says, I get copies of all the emails Neil sends to Josh. Neil sent seven okay, stories how to many Josh. Okay, how many did I send over the weekend? Then forget about today. How many did I send Saturday and Sunday? Ah, how many there did it I is. Send? There's a good one. That's a good well, question. How many did I send yesterday for today, Eric? I thought Eric hated you. On 9-14... Which would be yesterday. Yes. Neil sent twenty stories. There you go. I didn't. I don't know what to tell you, dude. I did there not you get go. twenty. I got seven stories yesterday. That's why seven stories were up. Well, if Eric got them, how can I see two, four, six? Oh no, I'm I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I got seven. Seven today. So all the ones that I sent went through, and I'm sending them the same way today. Obviously, that I've been sending them all along. I mean, am I some kind of a moron or what? Please don't answer. <laughs> So you've got some kind of a technical problem on your ass end, mister. Let me tell you right I now. I will do my best to figure that out then. Yeah. Well, maybe Eric can investigate your ass end. Okay. Get with it. It's Vice Presidential Candidate Sarah Palin on Jeopardy. All right. Good having you here. Oh, thank you for that warm welcome. Good luck. There we go. Garden State. Yes. A lot of land that is, um... Be a little more specific. Um, shoot it. Sorry. Only Fran Tarkenton and this Miami Dolphins quarterback have thrown over 300 career touchdown passes. 
I'm a hockey mom from Alaska. Oh, no. The Romanov dynasty was named in honor of Roman Yurevich, whose daughter married this horrifying czar. I got involved in the PTA. That is wrong. My mom and dad, they both worked at the local elementary school. Interesting. Unfortunately, it cost you 5100 That's everything you have. Shoot. It might behoove us to replace you with one of these Pongo Pygmaeus apes of Borneo. <laughs> Twelve forty-six, fourteen to one. So, do we get the uh, story thing straightened out or not? I don't think so. I don't know. Well, I don't know how it works because when I, I send them, they go to Eric. Now, how does uh, Josh get them? Well, they go through the email server that Eric administrates. Of course, right. that's how Eric gets the copy. It's not like Eric has to forward them along or anything. Right. So, he if just, I send them to Eric and Eric got them, and he could count the ones that I sent yesterday, how could they have possibly not gotten through to uh, Schmeckelhead? I don't know. Pink Floyd keyboard player and founder member Richard Wright has died, age 65, from cancer. I'm dying over here. I wonder if he was a smoker. You think? I don't know. Died. He died. Dave Gilmore joined the band at the start of 1968, while Barrett left the group shortly afterward. Wright penned songs on classic albums, including The Dark Side of the Moon and Wish You Were Here. Wright's spokesman said the family of Richard Wright, founder member of Pink Floyd, announced with great sadness that Richard died today after a short struggle with cancer. The family of asset their privacy is respected at this difficult time. Oh, money. Something's funny about my money. Something else. Because I ain't got none. Because chicken eggs smoking faggots like crazy. He's chain smoking it. Pink Floyd achieved legendary status with albums including 1973's The Dark Side of the Cockamoon, which stayed in the U.S. album chart for more than a decade. Waters left the band in 81 for, oh, guess what was also on over the weekend a whole bunch of times, and every time I uh, found it, I watched a whole bunch of it. Standing in the shadows of Motown. Oh, okay. God, I love that. And you know who else is from, from that movie? I mean, Ben Harper, he just, he missed his calling, man. He's great. Those albums you sent me, those CDs, the, music, yeah. the songs that he sings are crap. He's a good singer, lousy writer. Right. Lousy writer and lousy selection. My God. Writing together, write together with Gilmore Mason and Wright, continued to record and tour as Pink Floyd during the remainder of the 80s and 90s, releasing their last studio album, The Division Bell in 94. In 2005, the full band reunited for the first time in 24 years for a Live 8 concert in London's Hyde Park. They won't be reuniting again because Richard Wright is dead. I'm dying over here. Okay. Okay. That's enough of that. So what's the answer to the question about the poll? The audience don't want to hear it. Eddie the, the golfer says the emails are starting to pick up now. I think I think Monday is going to be like Monday on the phone. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Monday was always the oh, toughest day yeah. of the week okay. because the weekend is over. People are getting right. back to the orifice and they're getting back to their lives. Uh, and yeah. they don't have all that spare time. They're to showing up all hungover and right. coughing fuzz out of their throats. Eddie the golfer says, I heard a statistic that 80% of the voters don't pick a candidate based on the issues. My mother-in-law and sister-in-law were staunch Hillary supporters and now voting for McCain. Neil, God help us. Whoa. Two poll suggestions. Who sucked more in the morning, Kimba Bocamper or Kenny? I vote for Kimba, man. When he started doing all that crap about uh, what, uh, Ethan Skolnick's bowel movements and how bad they smelled, I mean, well, what is that? What kind of what kind of sports talk is that? Sniffing the BMs of sports writers at the Herald. Anyway, of course he's still on. We got that Dolphin Tonight thing seven to eight every night, and he's on it because, like you say, if they like it, it sucks and it's going to fail bad. 
What actor or actress do you always pay to go see, no matter the subject matter of the movie, in the theaters when they come out with a new movie? It says, I read that Nicole Kidman was paid $17 million to do her latest film. The movie lost approximately $2.5 for every dollar she was paid. Nicole Kidman. <clears throat> Highly <Yeah>. overrated. <clears throat> I listen to you religiously and agree with most of what you say. However, I love to play and watch golf on TV. Oh, let me know if you ever want to play a golf, too. No. Love the stories, but the website is boring. Well, what's boring about our website? Ask that guy. I think just the pictures we had of Sarah and her family and of your president, your drunken president, just in the last few days have been uh, extraordinarily good. Not to mention the wrestlers. Your website is boring. Well, I'll tell you what, we won't charge you for it anymore. How's that? Schmuck. Good idea. All the complaints all the time. That's the South Florida F and way. Will from California says, long-time listener, first-time caller or writer. Like the new format, just want to know if you've heard of the movie Zeitgeist. Yes, it's on our, uh, we have a link to it on our website. Don't we? I think so. We did. I, I link so. It's free to watch on the interwebs, and it's got a unique look on Christianity, 9-11, and the government. Yeah, I've seen it. It's great. Everybody should be forced to watch it. I want to tell you this story that happened a long time ago. I was living in Alaska. I came across this young person named Sarah who was all into fishing, basketball, and hunting. Well, I was a bit shy at first, but eventually we became friends, and we blossomed into more for than just friends. This girl, Sarah, was something else. We do everything together, and I mean everything. One day, we were just sitting and talking in the park when a couple of guys that were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got into one little fight. My mom got scared. She said, you're moving in with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab when it came near. The license plate said fresh, and it had dice in the mirror. Oh, this is going to be really bad. If anything, I can say this cab is rare, but I thought, nah, forget it, uh, something at home is to Bel Air. I pulled up to the house about 7 or 8, I yelled to the cabbie, yo, Holmes, smell you later. Looked like my kingdom, I was finally there, and I sit on my throne as Prince of Bel Air. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-huh. Why did I read that? Well, I, I, I don't just, know. I'm just, I'm just reading him cold. What did that one email say? Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Too dangerous for you, Neil. They're unfiltered. Haven't heard any more, by the way, from 666 Batman or from uh, Crazy Eddie. Eddie, this is Eddie. I'm crazy. Quit picking on poor Sarah. What kind of an overgrown child would even would even write such a thing? Quit picking on Sarah. One of them. Overgrown child. Leave Sarah alone. Here's one from Sparky. Long-time listener actually turned into the footy show the other day. He was talking about 9-11, so I thought I would check it out. You are absolutely correct. It was the worst thing I've ever heard. He knows nothing and offers the listeners nothing. I think the only time Footy was worth listening to was when he worked with Sonny Fox. Footy. I told you, the worst show in the history of radio. It's the Footsie Show. Also, I had two, uh, somebody, I love when they uh, sent it to you several times just to make sure it went through. Whatever happened to Sonny Fox? Isn't he on Sirius or something? He's on satellite somewhere, isn't he? Okay. Sonny Fox. What a sad day it is that we can't even play poor Sonny anymore. Saying, Hi, this is Sonny Fox. I listen to Neil Rogers because I can hear the word ass. Yeah. We can't play the whole thing. No. What a shame. What a stinking rotten shame. Stinking rotten shame for for those fish fans, too, that they got the crap pounded out of them for their 20th loss in their last 21 games in the National Football League regular season. Wow. 
and they were all whipped up. Oh, look at the preseason. We did so good. It's going to be the Parcells era, the Tony Soprano era, and they suck. And between downtown Ronnie Brown and uh, the perpetually troubled and confused and psychotic Ricky, 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 uh, what do they have, like 52 yards rushing again yesterday? 50-something between the two of them. Supposedly Chris. it's on XM Radio, yeah. Sonny's on what? Uh, comedy, an uncensored comedy channel on XM. See, you were trying to avoid me. You were pretending you weren't listening when I was talking about the Dolphins' pathetic running game. They have no, and their secondary, man. Wait till you see what Matt Castle is going to do, how he's going to pick apart that secondary next week. He won't do what uh, Warner did, but yeah. And by the way, thanks again for Wes Welker. Hey, you're welcome. J.C., Jackie in North Carolina says, pack of cigarettes, $3.80. Price of gas, four thirty-five a gallon and changing hourly. Price of voting for McCain Palin, bottomless pit. Nice going, Jackie. Good crap. Here's one that says it's cheaper to smoke crack than cigarettes. Yeah. Maybe Chicken Eck ought to get on a crack. He ought to check out the Oprah show, and they could sh- share their crack problem together. You know, Oprah, she's got that big crack. Oh, yeah. 834 on a survey. What did you say, 900? You yep. got a shot to make Chris happy on his first day back. So what did what we resolve there with the Cordis, who came in all surly and opening up a big mouth and ba 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 like that, you know? I think it's really nifty that Eric counted from yesterday, and I sent him 20 stories to put on there today, and he put on seven. Don't you find that pretty damn interesting that I sent 20? And I only got seven put up on neilrogers.com on our sensational website, even though that one idiot says, oh, your website blows. It's boring. You think our website is boring? No. Oh, and here's a whole bunch of crap, including this one who keeps sending the thing about Sonny Fox. Idea for the pool. How many emails did Neil send? How many emails did Neil send over 20? Ha ha. Bye bye bye. Well, what does that mean? I, I don't know. How many emails? Did, oh, I see. How many emails did I send to Cordis? Jerry Reed, who played in many Burt Reynolds movies, was a great uh, guitarist and singer, also died. Jerry Reed. Wasn't that a while ago Jerry Reed died? Oh, like yeah. a couple weeks or something? Watching golf is like watching flies screw. No. And Ed says, well, I take that back. Flies are more interesting, depending on whose fly you're looking at. That's what I was going to say. Rick says, that was the theme music you just read from the TV show, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with Will Smith. See you at Finger Lakes. No, you will not see me at, Rick, at Finger Lakes, Rick. Any more than you'll see, uh, what's his name, Ross Morton at Finger Lakes. He's still in the ground. Neil, interesting follow-up today's poll might be. My ideal mate is use the same age and gender breakdown from today's poll compare the results. No. We'll get a good picture of all the pervs in your audience, myself included, says Ray. Not interesting. Bad, Ray. Bad, bad idea. Say it again. Bad. Leader. I am Boris Badenov. Since Fearless Leader has won, Natasha and I no longer have to look for a moose and squirrel. Instead, we listen to the Neil Rogers Fair and Balance 1 to 2 hour. <laughs> the Republican Party wants you to know that we fully support Vice Presidential nominee Sarah Palin and her pregnant 17 year old daughter Bristol. We're proud that Bristol is upholding the tenets of our party by keeping her child. Unfortunately, 
We're not so happy with the identity of the baby's father. Hello, I'm John Edwards. Well, it looks like I got caught again. I was weak. I have a character flaw, blah, blah, blah. But I am not the daddy of that baby. Excuse me, Mr. Edwards, but we have DNA evidence. Oh, well, I have to go tell Elizabeth that we have another mouth to feed. I hope she doesn't hit me like last time. She almost messed up my hair. Oh, it's the 102 at 560 WQM. Well, they can't all be great, I'll tell you that. That's Especially true. The ones, the ones that we can play. Oh, yeah. Like I said, none of them can be great. Some of them might be uh, fairly good. What was that one Pettingo one that you were all uh, enamored of? I said it uh, wasn't bad, first of all. Oh. And uh, I can't enchanted. remember the name of it. Yeah, I was you said, boy, that thing was just all on grass, funny yeah. as hell. I can't remember of it. The New not, Republic, the editors kidding. of the New Republic published uh, last week, or no, this is for uh, next week, the case against Sarah Palin. And these are a bunch of quotes from her, from the hockey mom. On the vice presidency, she said, but as for that VP talk all the time, I tell you, I still can't answer that question until somebody answers for me. What is it exactly that the vice president does every day? That was July 31st on CNBC's Cuddle and Company What show. is it exactly that the VP does? Every day. On Iraq, March 21st, 2007, the Alaska Business Monthly, she said, I've been so focused on state government, I haven't really focused much on the war in Iraq. I heard on the news about the new deployments, and while I support our President Condoleezza Rice administration, I want to know that we have an exit plan in place. June 8th, 2008, at the Wasilla Assembly of Church, God Church, Wasilla. Pray for our military men and women who are striving to do what is right. Also for this country that our leaders, our national leaders, are sending American soldiers out on a task that is from God. That's what we have to make sure that we're praying for, that there's a plan, and that plan is God's plan. On creationism, October 25th, 2006, gubernatorial debate, she said, Growing up with being so privileged and blessed to be given a lot of information on both sides of the subject, creationism and evolution. It's been a healthy foundation for me, but don't be afraid of information and let kids debate both sides. On global warming, August 29, 2008, Newsmax.com, a changing environment will affect Alaska more than any other state because of our location. I'm not one, though, who would attribute it to being man-made. June 8, 2008, Wasilla Assembly of God Church. I think God's will has to be done in unifying people and companies to get that gas line built, so pray for that. Pray to God for that gas line to get built. June 14th, 99, the Wasilla City Council Information Memorandum, 9962. I'm receiving $1.8 million in federal earmarks for the city of Wasilla. For your information, this doesn't include our nearly $1 million from the feds for our airport paving project. We did well. On that bridge to nowhere, October 22nd, 2006, Anchorage Daily News. Question, would you continue state funding for the proposed Nick Arm and Gravina Island bridges? Palin, yes. I would like to see Alaska's infrastructure projects built sooner rather than later. The window is now while our congressional delegation is in a strong position to assist. On library books she doesn't like. October 96th conversation with librarian Mary Ellen Emmons in the Anchorage Daily News. What would your response be if I asked you to remove some books from the collection? On the secessionist Alaskan Independence Party. 2008 video to address Independence Party Convention. Your party plays an important role in our state's politics. Keep up the good work and God bless you. On Ivana Trump, April 3rd, 96, Anchorage Daily News. We want to see Ivana because we're so desperate in Alaska for any semblance of glamour and culture. 
I'm running Wasilla, October 96, in the Matsu Valley Frontiersman. It's not rocket science. It's $6 million and 53 employees, meaning her job as mayor. I'm being governor, December 4, 2006, in her inaugural address. I will unambiguously, steadfastly, and doggedly guard the interests of this great state as a mother nationally guards her, naturally guards her own. Like a southeast eagle and her eaglets, or more appropriately here in the Carlson, like a Nanook defending her cub. On the prospect of becoming a candidate for VP, August 14, 2008 Financial Post, it kind of cracks me up. It is so far out of the realm of possibility and reality. That's about the only sensible thing she said. Although it don't crack me up. Does it crack you up? All the time. Bill says, long-time listener, first-time emailer. First of all, it says, stop the calls. Well, guess what, Bill? I already stopped the calls. I love when they give me instructions, don't you? Mm-hmm. I just love that. Call stopped last Wednesday, permanently on this show. Bye-bye, callers. Bye-bye. I'm your friend. Of course, they are no longer listening, allegedly, right? Right. If I said that we're going to take calls for 15 minutes, oh, how many? Oh, 15 how minutes. Many? 15, 15 seconds. seconds. How long, how many seconds do you think before we get, I'm your friend. Five. Hi, Ron. Hi, Norm. Sonny Fox is the program director and on-the-air guy at the XM Comedy Channel, it says. See, we get a response. Who are the chicks with booze and guns on your website? Palin's daughter and friends? I'm sure you said who they are, but I missed it. Yes, that's correct. Good deduction. Palin's daughters and friends. They love their guns. They love their country. They love the Lord. And they love to screw their brains out. So what's not to like? Bill says, long-time listener, first-time emailer. I think the calls suck and the emails are really, really, really much better. Right. Cigarettes cost three ninety a pack. If you don't buy them by the carton, you rock. Right on all counts, Bill. Four bucks a pack for cigarettes. When you have your, uh, when are you going to have your uh, weekly meeting with Chicken Act? Probably tomorrow. But you better talk to him about faggots. I have. And I'm not talking about oh, God. me. I have. For what? a different reason. What do you mean by that? Well, when someone is doing something that's going to kill them right. really soon, I try to talk mm-hmm. them out of it. Like fat yeah. people from eating smokers. And what does he say? Uh, most people tell me to mind my own business when I try to save their lives. Do I try to tell you to mind your own business? You? No. When I'm eating all that ice cream and candy and crap? No, no, you don't. I think you say bafangula or something like that. Yeah, I like that. I say como estas. Right. Como esta usted. Mm-hmm. You're what? I said we're getting Perry Como instead of you. And he's been dead for a long time. Although, how would you know the difference? Good point. Like Woody Allen, there's another one. Oh, my God. Also, yesterday, I watched, I told you, this two-and-a-half-hour special, uh, documentary special on the life of Stanley Kubrick, the life and work. Mm-hmm. Now, that would be a good poll someday. What's the what Stanley Kubrick movie did you dislike the most? Oh, yeah, right. And I say The Shining or 2001. It's that one that he only made half of. You didn't What's see that? AI. You're very lucky. How's it going, A? I, I uh, don't know. He only made half of it? He died in the middle somewhere the towards the end well, of the day. he had some damn nerve. And Spielberg finished it. They both you know, did a horrendous job. He died in his job. sleep? Well, good. He wasn't that old either. I think he was like 65. Maybe not even that. You want to look it up? Google it. Stanley Kubrick. Google and see how old he was. Chris is doing it. And, boy, he sure took crap. Every every movie he made, whether you liked him or not, 
just about every movie he made was mm. controversial. Right. Clockwork Orange in Britain, they went absolutely apeshmith. Yes, they went they nuts. Yes, they did. Good. Yeah. That's how you know it was good. Now, that's right. The truth hurts. It's like when the movie The Priest came out. Priest, remember that? Mm -hmm. And the Catholic Church was having a nervous oh, crap. Oh, please. Oh, they also had a nervous crap about his movie Lolita. Yeah. Way They're before your time. Nervous James craps. Mason. What? They're always having nervous craps. Yeah. And the Catholic Church thinks that they can dictate to everybody else what we can see. What was, what the hell was the name of that commission, which I can never think of the name of it? Mm-hmm. In the 30s and 40s, that the Catholic Church, all the movies had to be run by and approved by them. Otherwise, they couldn't, uh, you know, nobody wanted to show them. The Something Commission. He died at uh, age 70. 70? Well, that's, that's old enough for him. See, if I say that's old enough, I mean, I'm already, I'll be 66 in November. You realize 66? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's almost like 666. I guarantee if you, if I shave my head a little bit more closely. Yeah. Which you I can see the number on there? Like the skinhead. What? You can see that number on there? Yeah, like in the Omen. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't understand. His kid must have been a really heavy sleeper, especially since he was a demon. Yeah. Because, remember, was it Gregory Peck? Yes. And he took the razor, the electric razor, and he shaved his head while he was in bed sleeping, and he never woke up. Hmm. I guess the devil is a deep sleeper. So get him in his sleep. While I, like Bela Lugosi, man. Get Dracula in his uh, crypt while the sun is shining. Right? Right. And drive the stake through his heart. Eddie. Help me, Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Edward, that's a good movie, too, to see if you're bored. But I'm going to tell you, a really, really, really great movie to see is Arlington Road. And the ending will just blow you away. And, of course, without giving anything away, without spoiling it, it just it, it goes to show you what uh, goes on today. Nothing is what it appears to be. Wouldn't you say that's a big part of the message of the movie? Indeed. Nothing is what it appears to be. The world is they're pulling the woolly over your eyes, man. Even Sheb Woolley would agree with that. Look at Sheb Woolley with his damn purple people eater. Anybody uh, believe there was such a thing as a purple people eater? I saw no. one this morning. Did you? Yeah. Was it in Joe Bell's orifice? <laughs> no. 859 uh, tallies on the survey. I don't think you're going to make your 900. That's pretty sad because this isn't a poll. It's just a survey. Which group do you fit in? That's all. Very simple question for simple people. Chef Woolley, a medley of a smash. Well, I saw the thing coming out of the sky. It had a one long horn and one big eye. I come Mr. Shaking in the city. It looks like a purple people eater to me. It was a one eyed, one horn flying purple people eater. It was a horny pur a purple people eater. Okay, that's enough. I bet you he's dead, Sheb Woolley. Google Sheb Woolley. Must be. I wonder if he was kin to Chuck Swillery. Boy, do I, I, I tell you, I just dislike that man so much. I don't know why. He's just so bad. And the other one who was uh, so bad was the one who's uh, married to um, some soap opera chick. Oh, my God. He is so bad. I can't think of his name. He's got a personality like a dead man. I'll, I'll think of it. And I'll think of her name. I'll think of some name. Chuck Woolery, dead or alive. I mean, uh, Chuck. <laughs> Sheb Woolery. Sheb, Sheb Woolery. He was the first host, I keep saying this because it's so embarrassing, first host on the original Wheel of Fortune when they used to have the Dalmatian, you know, and let's go shopping. And the show Dan here went off the air. It was a bomb. And then they brought in Pat and Van, and all of a sudden, I think Van was on there, though, with Chuck Swillery, wasn't she? I don't know. 
Pretty sad commentary when it takes somebody as bland as Pat Sajak to turn a show around. Wheel of torture. So what's the story on uh, Sheb Woolley? Oh, I thought Chris was looking it up. Oh, well, you guys look it up while I do the break. All right. Hi, this is Larry King, and they don't come any better than Neil Rogers. <laughs> Oh, how was David? Filling in for the perpetually vacationing in Jacksonville. All right, let's get right to it. Who's the most for journalism? Tim Russert or Bob Trout? Uh-huh. Wolf Blitzer or Ted Baxter? Come on, give me a call. Who's the more? Chet Huntley or Guy Smiley? Huh? How about that? <laughs> Give me a call right here. I want to know. Who's done more for journalism? Katie Corrick or Cookie Nemec? Come on, give me a call here, you no good bastards. What's the matter? Nobody's calling. Ooh, ooh, look, a call. QAM, what do you want? Yeah. Oh, no, not you. You enjoying my show, Mo? What do you mean your show, you moron? Why, I'll have you know I'm filling in for the vacationing. Jax. He ain't coming back. It's going to be my show again, Noise Roger. Bad chance, loser. You already failed. Da, 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 da. It don't matter. Once you fail miserably with an all-sports format, then all you gotta do is... More sports. sports. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so tell me something. Who did Mo for journalism? Anderson Pooper or Max Headroom? Huh? The ticket! <laughs> well, we'll be right back <laughs> after these uh, promos. <laughs> <for> the <laughs> do, 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 do. 20 after 1 at 560 WQM. So anyway, here's one from uh, somebody. Oh, Ed. I keep doing that. I keep looking at the email address. Yes. And when it's a phone number, usually the name is at the end. They don't always do that. You can just make up a name if you're worried about your name, and I certainly don't read anybody's last name. Even uh, Eddie from before. You know Eddie? Eddie. I dare you to walk and stop picking on Sarah. Find another show, Eddie, okay? Find a new home. Anyway, this is a different Ed. He says, I watched Requiem. I think it was great and disturbing. How is that director's other movie? It has the symbol... Pie on the cover. Well, that's because the name of the movie is Pie, and don't waste your time. Mmm, Pie. I do like Pie, though. And I loved Requiem for a Dream. But, nevertheless. Did you watch Pie? Did you ever see it? Yes. I never made it all the way to the end, but that's okay, because you ruined it for me. Even though I told you that you put the drill That's right. You ruined it for me, so there was no point in me finishing watching it. So who was the craziest one? The Orthodox rabbi or the main character? Well, he was certainly my favorite, the rabbi. The rabbi? Yeah, George has got a thing for old rabbis. Yes, it's right here. See it? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, so anyway, I've got the history of a Wheel of Fortune, and Brandon informs me that Vanna debuted with Pat. Now, Chuck Swillery uh, did the solo, I guess. I don't know. But before we get to that, i got 600 pages on the Wheel of Fortune. I'm not talking about the uh, the uh, game, the slot, the slot machine game. I'm talking about the show. You remember the old one with the Chuck Swillery? Nope. And they all—they had this uh, like spunky room that had all these uh, chintzy prizes in it. Some of the prizes might have been decent, you know, because people would rack up a certain amount of money and instead of giving them the cash. Oh, let's go shopping now! And they would put the contestant's head up, uh, insert it up in a uh, corner, and then uh, you'd see them. Uh, oh, I'll take the Dalmatian for forty bucks, and you know, like that it was crap. 
And Merv Griffin, that fairy, you fairy. that closet case, uh, rest in pieces, he's the one who uh, made all the money off of that. That ended the Jeopardy, your favorite. Ask me if I've watched Wheel of Fortune in the last year. Have you watched no. Wheel of... Peter from Boca says, why do the Republicans always use experience as a qualification for potential candidates? What's the barometer they use for this standard? Was Dan Quayle qualified to be president? Is Sarah Palin any better choice than Danny Boy? Or maybe we should use W as the ultimate barometer for experience. We can see where his experience got us today. If their idea of experience is candidates with the caliber of, uh, like, Dan Quayle, Sarah Palin, and George W. bring to the table, then we're all doomed to it. That's right. You got it, Pete. If the GOP continues to elect a president they would like to have a beer with, well, first of all, they're not electing presidents. I mean, they are fixing elections, but they're not electing. The voters are electing them. We'll continue to have government that looks more like it's run by Joe Sixpack. Unfortunately, Joe's delirious approach to fixing the mess we're in today won't help anymore. Wake up, people. The house of cards is collapsing right now before our eyes. We're heading down a dangerous road at 100 miles an hour with no brakes. I don't know about you. But this passenger is scared schmittless that McCain might be our next reckless driver, and that means Sarah's our backseat driver. I don't think this road trip that I can bear one more time. How can a trip with Grandma and Mama Moosehead ever end well? I don't know about you, but I'd really like to try a new driver, maybe someone who can see over the steering wheel this time. Can McCain even steer with those stiff arms? Canada's sounding better every day, eh? Says Peter from Boca. Sounding better every day, eh? couple of things from um, Jason. Smokes at your, in Miami, your average gas station are usually between 350 and four and a quarter a pack. I'm not a big movie guy, but I watched Michael Clayton with George Clooney and really enjoyed it. Have you seen it? No. Uh, George Clooney bugs me. Me too. I saw it listed. The uh, the write-up looked really interesting. Yeah. But and I you saw that George Clooney was in it? Yeah. Uh, I uh, agree with you, by the way, about that. Uh-oh, there I go agreeing with you. I um, watched Syriana, and I thought it just yeah. absolutely sucked. It was horrendous. But I think I will probably give it a watch, because it looked very interesting. Michael Clayton, what's it about? Uh, I forget, but it looked very Michael Clayton Thomas? Yeah, that's it. I bet you there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in it. Ooh. Monday during Dolphin season is the only time I enjoy sports radio, says um, whoever this is, so I can hear the I Have No Life sports fans scream and cry, they're so bad. And, of course, the uh, South Florida teams, the main ones, the Hurricanes and the Dolphins now are oh, oh. And, uh, three. Didn't the Canes have no, a the pass Canes are this one weekend? And one. What? Canes are one and one. Oh, that's right. They beat a girls' school the first game. Correct. Sorry. One and three, like I said. Get straight. But they didn't play this past weekend. That's correct. Now, they have any more little girls' schools on their schedule, like the Charleston Southwest or whatever they played? No, just the uh, couple little girls' school in their uh, conference. No. Have a great Monday, and screw Josh. He seems like a spoiled frat boy, this says. How do you like that, spoiled frat boy? I'm just going through my pile. I think I'm all right. caught up on the uh, wow. emails. Well, it's been slow on emails today. And over the weekend, forget it. I kept waiting to come in here and look on that thing. Oh, no, I've got, I've got some more stuff, but there are articles that people email to me. That doesn't count as reading bedtime stories when they're... Somebody emailed them to me, does it? No. I don't know. Oh, and this guy, T. Lee by, by Ye Florida News. Stop. Stop. Go away and get lost. This guy sends me 8,000 useless, uh, oh, my God, Jeremiah Bonfeld. Please enjoy my new video entitled P.O.W. Bush. And I know that's not the guy who's sending it to me. That's the guy who sent it to him. Sorry. Sorry, Jeremiah. 
I thought Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Yes, he was. Good friend of mine. Hey, guys, thought you could have fun with this one. Long-time fan of the show, and it's some, uh, I don't know what it is. It's a link. Online games. Uh, delete, delete, delete. You know what I mean? Yes. Delete. I just don't, I don't have time for such uh, caca. But there are a lot of silly people out there, you know what I mean? Sarah Palin's church is openly anti-Jewish. Jewish voters, beware of Sarah. His name. The best keeps getting older and older, and Paco isn't servicing you. It's just a bunch of psychotic crap. And you want to know why? I have no life. Exactly. But you know that button that's got the red thing on it that says delete? Jess. Yes. I just don't have time for such crap. If you, if you want to use the email thing to agitate, to aggravate, to annoy, isn't going to work. Delete goes away in like half a second. Crap. Save your crap for somebody else or not. Send it right along. It's fine. Get it out of your system. Here's one that says, Neil, the emails are by far better than the calls. I'm on Xanax and Lexapro, yet I'm able to have a normal conversation. So it makes me wonder what those crazy people are on. Go see Righteous Kill. It's really good. And Joyce is still a bitch. From Greg, the loyal listener. Thanks, Greg. Keep popping those pills. Or not. Tom from Tallahassee says, I love the email idea. I listen up here as much as I can. Didn't Joe get a check? Dodgiola do the wheel way back one? No, he did not. No, Chuck Swillery and um, Pat Sajak are the only hosts that have ever been on his show, I believe, although I got the 400 pages of uh, stuff on it. Uh, Joe Dagiola did the sale of the century and also Striker Rich. You know, Joe, get a check, Dagiola. God, talk about illiterate. Just embarrassing. Captain Singh, our good buddy, says, at Mindy's News on 209 71st Street, along with your choice of reading material, you can pick up Regular cigarettes for four bucks a pack. Marlboro Winston or clove cigarettes from Indonesia for five bucks a pack. Clove cigarettes? Yes. What's that? Uh, they're making I mean, I know cloves. What clove is, but right. What? 
Well, the, the clove leaves, they use those instead of tobacco. Otherwise, uh, We also sell cigarettes from India, $5 a pack. Oh, and by the way, the idiot that was giving me a song and dance about Toronto and the uh, slimiest people in the world from all over the world, there are so many unbelievable-looking people from India and Pakistan and the Middle East and from everywhere, not to mention, of course, uh, Canadian-born Canadians. I guess we have to assume that if anybody is not a white North American native, that they must be ugly and grotesque and offensive and unacceptable. Is that the deal? Of course, that figure is in South Florida. Oh, you Cubans and you uh, Nicaraguans, yeah. South Florida where everybody hates everybody else. Neil, what was your opinion of The Departed? I personally thought it was on a par with Godfather and Goodfellows. The Departed, uh, did I see that? No, not yet, but you should. Even though, even though, it's got Leo... Leo's in it? Yeah, it was still very good. Oh, Leo's in it with, uh, what's his name? And they both Matt the same. Damon. Matt Damon and Leo are in the movie. I, I think I have seen parts of it. It's a very good movie. Is it really? I'm going to go yep. get it. Chris said it was a good movie. The Departed I, have long yeah. since uh, farted. And I didn't think that I would like it because, you know, Chris liked it. and uh, I no, hate him Chris and everything that he likes. But I watched it and he was right. He was right what? It's good? It's very good. I saw little clips of that and there were parts of the movie I couldn't tell the two of them apart. Leo's one with a bigger bulbous head. Oh, that's Leo. Yeah. And Matt Damon? He talks like this. And what about Eric, Alec Baldwin? Eric, we have Eric Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You do that almost as good as, I'm a hockey mom from Alaska. <laughs> almost. Uh-huh. 897 on a survey. We only have one female, 18 to 24. Oh, what am I going to do? My audience is getting older. Yeah, too bad. 66-year-old fag, and I'm uh, you know, still getting the fat paychecks, okay, with that jackass that's him. You, you already should have seen it. Just venom, just nothing but venom. And I just uh, click it and delete, and away it goes, that big red X. Saad says, saw the movie last night, 5 out of 10, ordinary. What movie is that? Oh, Michael Clayton. Oh. It's big name stars. Go to Woodbine. Hope my spelling is correct instead. Thanks for taking these stupid calls for us. Not taking stupid calls from boring people have nothing to say. Love the show. Sod. Thanks, Sod. Next one. Virtual online house party. My name is Grace, and I'm writing for my colleague. Yeah, yeah, for your help. No, thanks. And here's one from Jeff in Orlando. It says, hey, Neil, wanted to thank you and your show for your 50% off deal from the field. I went there Saturday night with my dad and younger uh, sister, and the food and service was excellent. I had the drunken chicken, potato soup, smoked fish dip, and frosty uh, Smithwick's Smittix. draft. Oh, Smittick's draft. It, it says, I, I would pronounce it, if you would just let me go, he's got the pronunciation. Frosty Smittick's draft. I've been a fan of yours since the days in WIOD when I would work in my dad's print shop during the summers. Would listen to you and Phil Henry religiously. Thanks again. Keep up the good work. Jeff in Orlando. Thanks, Jeff. That's a great place, the field. Yes, it is. See, most of the stuff that comes on here is a useful. And, of course, like I said, some of the idiots. Oh, here's Uniblue, speed up my PC. Oh, I don't think so. Hey, I click it twice. <laughs> twice as fast. Why is that? I'm kidding. I think I do need to speed up my PC, though. 901, we got your 900, Chris, on the first day back from vacation. Excellent job. All right, thank you. Well, it's not even a poll. It's a freaking survey. Do I have to do a poll for tomorrow? Oh, oh I don't yes, want to. You, do. you I can don't go wanna. back into the uh, archives there. Oh, then I already did it. 
Oh, it's a, no, I didn't do it. I thought for sure that I faxed one to Fat Eric up there. Let me take a look and see. I'm pretty damn sure when you get to be old and senile like me. Yeah, I did. There it is about religion. Okay, good. It's there, Eric, when you get around to it. No, no hurry. No emergency. I'm not trying to show up George because George ain't doing the show tomorrow. Isn't that what I was trying to do all those times I put the poll on early? He's trying to make me crazy. Well, I think I've done a good job. I think yeah. I've done a magnificent job. Halfway with that. There. Maybe, that would, maybe that would be a good poll to take somebody. Who's crazier, Neil or George? Well, huh? people I give money to have sex with me. Are you saying that you're paying for it? Is that what you're saying? Don't no, surprise me at all. All the married men do. The sports leader. Yank it, baby. Miami has the Dolphins, and here we go again. Another losing season that's never gonna end. They never win, they never will, and I will never know why Sports Illustrated picked them. To win the Super Bowl, and they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. The same old story, nothing new. The Dolphins are such losers. They really are quite lame. I knew it from the very start. I watched the Pittsburgh game. And did you see the wimpy way Nick Saban threw that flag? Standing on the sidelines, he looked just like a fag. And there the you fair Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Their problems stick to them like glue. The Dolphins lost to Buffalo and then beat Tennessee. It's only by sheer luck that they pulled out a victory. And then they played the Texans. It almost made me sick. That stupid two-point pass play. That fumbling onside kick. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Poland Omari needs new shoes. The Dolphins can't control the ball. Their running game is flat. As for their execution, well, I'd agree with that. They're always gonna blow a lead of that, you can be sure. And when they leave the field, still has the stench of cow manure. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Give them another shot of blue. The Dolphins have no strategy. They play like idiots. Another couple games lost to the Patriots and Jets. I think they're all retarded. It's almost like they're cursed. 
Ask Jason Taylor and Zach Thomas which team is the worst, and they'll say Miami Dolphins. Yes. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number four. Oh, what the hell? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Now they're One forty six, fourteen oh two. If you think it's bad now, it's gonna get a lot uglier and there's gonna be a lot of gnashing of teeth and a lot of screaming and ranting and raving. Oh jeez, how could they be this bad again? Even worse than last year. You think they could be worse than last year, Chris? I'm not no. talking about Huh? No. Well they didn't have a perfect season after all, did they? Last year? No. By the way, I just mentioned this in passing that the uh, Patriots have won how many consecutive regular season games now? Twenty one, I think. Twenty or twenty one. And the Dolphins have lost 20 of the last 21. Think it's just a coincidence? No. No. The, Chris says the letter turner for Chuck Woolery was Susan Stafford. You see, Pat and Vanna came in together, like as a package. Okay. I guess. You see, anything you ask, it might take a little while, but sooner or later, somebody on email, as opposed to the phone where we get, I'm your friend, about 900 times a day. Wasn't it something that I had to come up with uh, some kind of instant solution for the uh, phone situation? Even though now they're working on it feverishly. Don't waste your time, Jolly Joe, okay? Everything's under control. That might cost you some money, what you were talking about. Don't waste your... Don't, certainly don't waste the money. Give it to George and Chris. And the Curtis. Or not. So did he ever come back in and explain to you guys what the, the deal was? Did he find out? No. I mean, no. If, if they all went through... See, my theory is incorrect. Because if they all got through as far as Eric, then on this end they were sent out. Right. And if when I look at my Outlook Express and I click on sent, and all those messages are there saying that they've been sent, then guess what? They've been sent. Yeah. I'm just telling you. Okay. I don't know what kind of excuses he's making. What kind of? We'll see what happens tomorrow. In fact, I think what I should do is send about, what, two, three hundred stories for tomorrow? I think so. And then I'm going to count them. And every last one damn well better be there. Anyway, Rich, a long-time listener, says, you once mentioned that you're watching The Departed on a plane. That's correct, with no sound. Well, the reason there's no sound is because a lot of times, you know, they give you those funky little headphones on a plane. Right. And they just hurt the hell out of my ears. So a lot of times, unless it's something I really want to see, like, there will be blood, I drink your milkshake. Bastard in a basket. <laughs> no, I, I did listen to the audio on that, and I'm so sorry, because it had that screaming, loud, melodramatic music. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Just, oh, like something really dramatic was going to happen, and nothing happened. Anyway, you were watching it on a plane with no sound. We're having trouble identifying which one, Leo or Matt, was the good cop and which one was the bad cop. That's right. They had them made up, so they looked very, very similar in that flick. It's a good movie, not great, definitely worth watching, says Rick. Th Rich. Thanks, Rich. They departed. Do I have time to get into all my Squeal of Fortune stuff? Carl Rove says that John McCain has gone one step too far in some of his recent ads attacking Barack Obama. How do you like that? Carl Rove said that, that roving maniac. And if he says it, what does that tell you? It tells you he was probably behind it. Wheel of Fortune is a popular American television game show created by Merv Griffin. Hey, Merv! You fairy! 
one of America's richest and deadest closet queens. Three contestants, occasionally three pair of contestants, compete against each other to solve a word puzzle, similar to those seen in the game, game Hangman. Well, I never knew that. Did you know that? Nope. Hangman. The name of the show comes from the large wheel that determines the dollar amounts of prizes won or lost by the contestants. The show first aired in 1975 on a daytime network TV. The current version in its 26th season has been syndicated in primetime access since September 19, 1983. has been the most watched syndicated program since May 84. How do you like that? The most watched. It's the longest running syndicated game show in American TV history and the second longest in either network or syndication behind the current CBS version of The Price is Right, which began airing in 1972. The show is produced by Sony Pictures TV and syndicated by CBS TV Distribution, formerly King World Productions. You following all this? You writing it down? No. Good. Pat Sajak and Vanna White have hosted this version of the show since its debut, this version, and Charlie O'Donnell has served as the announcer since early 89. Jack Clark served as the show's announcer until his death in July 88. Well, that's a sad excuse. Remember Jack Clark? He was good. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Charlie Olson. Jimmy Olson. What was his name? Jimmy Olson. No, Jimmy Olson was on Superman. He was... Uh, Gay. What was the... Uh, Johnny Olson. Sorry. Here's Johnny. How come you don't know Johnny Olson? Well, I never met him, man. And then there was... Uh, what's his name, too? The Fat Queen, uh, Rod Roddy. I'm dying over here. M.G. Kelly and Don Pardo filled in between 88 and 89 before O'Donnell, who previously announced the daytime version, arrived. And it goes on about the taping and the categories and the toss-up puzzles, spinning the veal. They said spinning the veal is very much like the QM remotes. Wild card, free spin, buying a vowel, having a good vowel movement, solving the puzzle. Oh, my God, this just goes. I should play Vanna Pick Me a Letter. Till some time. No, I'm not talking about now. Oh, it's a little bit long. So that means I'll get out of here 30 seconds early. I don't, want to run, I don't want to run over to the Big O's time, even though he's got four hours a day. Shopping. Prior to Season 5, the game was not played for cash. Money earned was used to shop for prizes, primarily cars, furniture, trips, furs, and jewelry. A particular prize can only be bought once per episode. Each round has themed prize showcases, the most expensive prizes, and that's the last page I printed, which is good because now we're out of time. Uh-oh, what the hell's that? The vasectomy song. Yes. His name. The best talent. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. It's Dave. You fell in Miami Town. Absolutely. At 560 WQAM. Get me a ticket for an aeroplane. Got to get on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just got to win, spin the wheel again. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Bankrupt? What do you mean, bankrupt? I don't care how much money I got to spend. Can't stand to look at that Jack again. Won't throw in the towel till I buy a vowel. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Hey, man, what do you mean there's no F in phone? Vanna, pick me a letter. No one does it any better. I dream about you. Hey, Vanna, is that an all-over tan or what? Vanna, I don't understand. Why you make a hundred grand? Not for me to say. Anyway, get me a ticket for an airplane. Gonna be on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just got to win. Spin the wheel again. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Go, Vanna. Go, baby, go. Bye-bye. Hey, get out of my face, Pat. Is that a toupee? Hey, is that an L in that word? 
Is it Lowriders? All right, Lowriders! <laughs> Forget the letterman, I'll take Vanna White, you beautiful baby. You and me could play the home game. Got me a ticket for an aeroplane. All right! I'm on the Wheel of Fortune game. I just love that sound. I'm in the bonus round. Hey, Vanna, pick me a letter. Lose a turn. Hey, Pat, lose this. Vanna, pick me a letter. No one does it any better. I dream about you. All right, that is an all-over dance. Money I got to spend. Can't stand to look at backstage Jack again. Won't throw in the towel till I buy a vowel. Oh, Vanna, pick me a letter. Please, Vanna, pick me a letter. Alright, I'm ready to pick, baby. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, J, J, K, L, M, O, P, Q, R, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. That's your cover, huh? Alright, I'll take the sofa, the blender, the microwave, the refrigerator. The biggest names, the best talent. And your home for Miami Dolphins football. Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami. Fort Lauderdale. Hello, this is Jimmy Page, and I want to hear some rock and roll. I will like it. <laughs>